Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Weekly Games Chat. I am your host, Chris, as always, joined by my co-host, Sean. Hey, what's going on, people? It's good to uh, be in your ears again. Huh? How you like that, John? And John. <laughs> hey, John, that's a visual. We need oh, to- hey, guys. Yeah, there it is. How's it going? The voice box. And uh, oh, what we have another one <clears throat> returning to the show. And I another think one. He's definitely, I think, now our highest returning guest and highest show. rated. If he wasn't uh, before, you definitely are. He now. brings the downloads. Yeah, oh, uh, does he? Oh, is that a, is that anecdotal? He's a guest, man. I'm just trying to. That caught me. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Dorm. No, wait, no, uh, not the what? Ryan Leaf. <clears throat> Jeff Sanders, friend of the show, Jeff. Hey, everybody. Glad to be back in the studio. All these buttons and (laughs) and glasses and and, and microphones. Windows. Yeah. The windows. I have a confession to make. Oh, let's hear it. Now, I pulled up, saw your. Oh, my God. Are you breaking everything? Saw what you were. Saw what you had ridden today. He rode his cycle. I pulled up in front of it, got out, and I licked the seat. Oh, okay. Well, when you were walking through the parking lot, me and Sean thought you pulled out beside it. That's why I was. You were you were pulling back in that, from that, when you pulled it that's out. That's why you saw that. I yeah. forgot to. Because <laughs> you were, you were apparently zipping your pants walking through the parking lot, and it's, it was a yeah. Very long yeah. Zip. It, it's it's really cool. Yeah. I was going to leave that part out. I, you don't you don't realize this. <laughs> not me. Chris gets to see all of us walk in and do our nuances as yes. we're getting ready to come in here. It's not fair. Not to think about it. Yes. He sees all of us. I do. Penny yeah. sees it too. And that's where the hypeness comes from. Right. And I'm like, the longer you sit out there, the more painful it's going to be when you walk to that door. <laughs> yes. Because she's uh, just seeing you and she's like, going to get me that. I can't wait to give me some love. I got to get some love. <laughs> she turning around is it looking? that? Is that what we call maybe. it? Is it love? It's maybe love. <laughs> she just loves, she wants to be, you know, love. She doesn't Chris. understand personal space. That tail just <laughs> builds <laughs> energy. Yeah. yeah. It's it just really been does. waiting. <laughs> It's the only reason I invite people over. <clears throat> John, um, did you go see Rambo? I did. Mm. You I did. did. I had the chance to go uh, yesterday or Sunday. Yeah. We'll just we'll just we'll talk as if it's Wednesday because it is. I had a chance to go Sunday. <laughs> it's Monday, <laughs> and uh, I I didn't go because I felt like I invited myself, and I don't like inviting myself to places. That's a joke. <laughs> I don't mind it. <laughs> well, I was uh, I was thinking I was thinking you might hit me up Saturday to see it. Not a gig. Yeah. So I did, <laughs> but I but I went ahead because you, you you tell you tell John not to see a Stallone movie opening night. Yeah. That's not fair. You can't yeah. do that. So I went Thursday night. And you you had mentioned that you were going to go Thursday. <clears throat> um, so the guy I was going to go with was uh, real life friend Cam. <clears throat> uh, he said the movie was just okay. Uh-huh. What do you, what did you think? Thought it was bleak. Bleak. Thought it was pretty. weren't a lot of there were not a lot of moments of levity in that movie. Levity, bleak and levity. Very I'm difficult. Yeah, we got Very difficult subject matter. Um, look, I will admit full fully that uh, I don't think we needed this film. Uh, I think the last movie ended just the way it needed to. So long needs money. With, with <laughs> no, he doesn't. His boxing it show went man, off the air. Man's From worth a- half a billion dollars. From afar, like just looking at the trailers and everything, reading the synopsis, it felt like it was a movie someone wrote. And maybe they had Stallone in mind. I'm not sure. But like then they said, now ah, we need some way to market this. And someone said, make it John Rambo. Like as opposed to. <laughs> and you get like, like, cause it. 
the setup is like pretty much he's taking on the cartel, right? Mm, yeah. Lesser. Sure. Yeah, more or less. <clears throat> and like Rambo's always been more about like war zones and things like that. So oh, yeah. it's a war zone. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure he kills everyone. You know, well, it's a combination be- of it's a combination of Taken, yeah, and Home Alone. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I, with, I don't I don't know anything about what happened, yeah. but your tone is making me think something happened to John Rambo. Don't spoil it. No, of course. But <clears throat> that's still I, I don't think that you'd be this sad over it. If I'm nothing- not sad over it, I, I don't think it's a bad film at all. Um, it's, it's, it's unfortunately, and I, I'll just leave it at this. It, it, it came out during the wrong presidency. Uh, I, uh, what movie unfortunately, did we, I mean, what, it's an idea that he had yeah. 10 years ago, right? But unfortunately it got made now in this, in this decade. What movie did we, um, we say that Stallone <laughs> came in on and made like a cameo in the last couple of years, and we were all like, hey, John. Oh, uh, Guardians. Guardians of the Galaxy 2? <laughs> yeah. Was he better in that movie than this movie? <laughs> no, he's always better as Rambo or Rocky. Yeah. He has those roles down. Yeah. I feel like they... Those, those roles are an extension of who he is. I feel like they they had an idea of what this could have been, and the idea should have been Brian <laughs> Denning had a son. <laughs> and it's played by Michael B. Jordan. Who's Michael Denning? He played the sheriff in the, in the first, first movie. movie. Okay, and I know Michael B. Jordan, so yeah. we're good on the name drops. <laughs> and now, and now he's <laughs> got to train him to be what was Denny's character's name? <laughs> be uh, Sheriff Johnson, Sheriff Galt. Oh, I was close. there. You go. <laughs> train him to be John Galt. <laughs> Did you guys see the sad news today? Now, Sid. Yep. Yeah. Captain Spaulding is no longer with us. Oh, really? Oh, from uh, the zombie what? flicks? Yeah. House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah. What happened hmm. to him? Um, what I heard on the radio was he he uh, apparently had been in a car wreck a couple weeks or a month ago, something like that. He didn't pull her. And they said he was doing better from it, mm-hmm. but it, he ultimately passed due to complications <clears throat> from that. But that's all I heard. I don't know what the details were. Mm-hmm. But mm. I, I love that character. I mean, yeah. it's, it's one of my profile picks. It is my yes, profile it is. pick on my PlayStation. And <laughs> yeah. I, that's one of my favorite Halloween movies. And yeah. Rob Zombie actually did Joe Rogan a couple weeks ago, if I remember. Just had a lot of good work. What was it? Uh, uh, Rogan 2741? <laughs> Something like that. It's it's, it's up, up there. there. Hey! <laughs> Jinx. Can, that'd be a fun game to play. Just you like, can't talk through the podcast. Randomly just search <clears throat> Rogan and like a number. And see who you oh, get, yeah. and watch the episode because it's going to be entertaining. It yeah. usually is, yeah, yeah, for sure. I ended up. Uh, I was talking to Dan Aykroyd a couple weeks ago too. That's going to be that was fascinating. Uh, yeah. He he's all in on the UFOs. Uh, I did see that. In, and yes, it's so funny to watch. Aykroyd is yes, really, yeah. They were confirmed on the news the other day. He has a skull vault. Did you see Baca. on the yeah, news the other they day? They finally <laughs> raided. No, on uh, that's hilarious. On the news the other day, they had where uh, it was aerial footage from like our navy, where they they confirmed these are real pictures taken in flight, and they don't know what they are. Well, I'm telling yeah, you, the I last, saw that. You the saw last that? time I was on the podcast, I think I was telling you about a documentary I had watched about uh, the existence <laughs> of aliens. It, it, I wish I could remember it. We do too. I'm on the spot now, but Bob <laughs> Lazar. I'm telling you, man, when it's over, it's like. Whoa! Ooh, I think I believe there's aliens. Now. <laughs> is it the one about? Is it about the? Is it the one about Bob Lazar? Mm-mm. Bob no. Lazar. Then Bob I want, Lazar. Then I definitely want to know what you watch. No, I'm no. gonna look it up. Is it on Netflix? You said. I think it was. See you later. I see it. Yeah, I gotta go, guys. <laughs> I get into the. I get into these. Um, 
It's cool. These, I'll, I'll tell him these one moments where I'm into stuff like that. He's I don't necessarily one. believe it, but I'm, you know, yeah, this this pulls a lot of sources from uh, back in the day that were part of the mm-hmm. military, and mm-hmm. you know, you listen to these people give you the accounts of things they've seen and and been through, and you're like, okay, there's no denying this guy. But again, it's a documentary, so yeah, right. it's going to be slanted towards whichever way. Right. right. Um, I've been watching the uh, evolution of hip hop. Season yeah, three. I've watched a couple of those. Episodes season too. season three for me is where I, I really feel like I've enjoyed it the most because it, it goes into the uh, the ninety the nineties era of mm-hmm. hip hop, um, the Tupac, the Biggie, and then it, it crisscross. Yes, yeah, <laughs> they are talked about. Yeah, because yeah, I mean. People okay. don't, don't get like Atlanta hip hop. That was <clears throat> it was a thing. That's what made but, uh, Jermaine Dupri huge in Atlanta. But but getting to j- the hip hop in Atlanta, the outcast, if you yeah. will, uh, things had to things had to be in motion. And it was very cool to see how those things play out in order for the artists in Atlanta to become big and, and turn out to be what they were. Uh, the most the most recent one I watched was about two live crew and Uncle Luke. Oh, God. And the the real life case that he had they, that they had to go through to mm-hmm. where they if they had not won that case it's very possible that artists would not have been able to record profanity in their mm-hmm. music moving mm-hmm. forward like Tipper Gore had to come in and, and propose you know that <clears throat> the parental advisory be placed on the label i mean it the whole thing and it was really weird to think of that perspective if they had lost that case it may have set a precedent to where like you would not be able to cuss on a record and yep. That's crazy. That's kind of the way the video game industry was working <clears throat> during the '90s. They said you either reg- regulate yourself, or we're going to do it for you. Yeah. That's how they came up with the ESRB. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's nice. That's called a bridge. That was a bridge <laughs> and a pivot and everything in one, wrapped in bacon and cheese. I loved it. Only thing I watched, I watched. Well, I watched the Between Two Ferns movie just because it's Between Two Ferns. <clears throat> the what? You know what between two ferns is? Where the red fern grows. No. Where did it come? Oh. Where did it come the, to? The dog? It's on Netflix. Oh, yeah. It's like the whole entire idea is that Zach Galifianakis is interviewing. Uh, <laughs> yes, is interviewing McConaughey, uh, and he almost accidentally kills him because there's a leak in the studio. So then Will Ferrell, who's the head of Funny or Die, and just rides around on like a scooter the whole entire time. <laughs> Being an a hole, <laughs> tells him like, "Look, you got to give me ten more interviews." So he goes across America to interview various people, and they're all hilarious. Of course, I won't spoil who it is, but there's some big names in there. Some very, very big names. That's and cool. it's uh, if you like the series, if you like the web series, you'll like this just as easily. Especially if you like Zach Galifianakis humor. I do general. like Zach Galifianakis. Yes, I don't like Chris referrals. Oh. Oh, uh, it's, I'm going to make fun of the man on the moon thing because I didn't like it. That's that's what that goes to. Uh, the, the other two things that I watched that are took more time, I would say, are uh, Undone, which is that series that's on Amazon. It's got a lot of buzz. Nothing. Uh, yeah, wow. not. Crickets. <laughs> it's like a it's an animated series. It's kind of okay. like. Oh, with uh, Better Call Saul. Yes. Yes. With Bob Odenkirk. Uh, name drop. Just had to drop the name. <laughs> hey, man. Well, that one I do that's, know. That's Mr. I'm show. okay with it. Yeah. You gotta give love to Mr. Show. Uh, but it's, yeah, the idea is like, it's that hyper-realistic animation where... Look too pretentious to me. Yeah, I don't know what that means, Chris. <laughs> did, you ever see, did you ever see a scanner darkly? No. Or like a trailer for it or anything? No. Had Keanu okay. in it, yeah, Keanu Reeves. I just haven't seen it. See, Keanu it's, Reeves is, is an actor. Cyberpunk. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It looks like basically someone filmed a scene and then they drew over it. Like, oh, it is, I know that stuff. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for dumbing it down for me. Yes. It's that kind of style. And the idea is that this girl 
at the very beginning of the show gets into a car crash, but right before she sees her dead father. And when she wakes up in the hospital, it kind of feels like time is a miss. John's tired. Looping He's done. And crazy <laughs> stuff. And it kind of basically it's going between these two perspectives. Does she have schizophrenia and she's like losing touch of reality or is she gaining the ability to actually understand how time and space work and time travel back to save her dad? Yep. Sounds like schizophrenia. So, yeah. Wow. It's it's crazy. So when did you watch um, that? Between last show and this show? Yeah, it's only eight <laughs> episodes and like they're only 20, 25 minute episodes. So, so you, you've you done, the, watch you've it done the topic. Yeah. That show. Mm-hmm. Uh, watch football, possibly drank some beverages. Yeah. That's been your week. <laughs> and I watched, uh, I started watching this thing that released Friday called Criminals that Netflix put out. I saw that. On yeah. Netflix, yeah. Like it, it's a cool idea. They, they did one for <clears throat> Spain, for UK, and I can't remember the other one. I've only started the UK one because I speak English. Um, yeah. But the idea is it's, it's basically police interrogations. And, you know, every episode you have a different subject. He comes in and you're watching it from the perspective of the people in the room as they kind of go through this interview of whoever the accused person is. Right. And then the other side of the wall where, you know, you have the detectives and everything watching, taking notes, kind of commenting on it. And it's really like I I wouldn't say it's anything hyper original, but it's really freaking well scripted and really well acted oh, the so first it's scripted it's scripted. Not, it, I, yeah. yeah that was my next question so. yeah it is a drama the first one is david Tennant is the here we go. Is the suspect so that's what pulled me in <laughs> but uh what's her name uh Haley uh atwell the peggy carter from freaking the mcu and all that peggy carter yeah you know mm-hmm. love yeah. of uh captain america mm-hmm. she's in the second one mm-hmm. i can't remember who the third person I know. was she's not ugly <laughs> but yeah it's only three episodes and if you like police drama type stuff it's it's quite interesting and i mean just as they kind of like finally play their chips as the police officers and and then see the counter of the person like halfway through when david Tennant got done speaking I'm like well he sounds innocent i think he's gonna be innocent and then went from there you know like, oh okay <laughs> so i got one more episode and i'll be caught up on atlanta oh nice yeah i've uh, tried i've tried a good podcast a, a friend turned me on to is uh, Insomniac. Mm-hmm. Heard of that one? <clears throat> Think uh, Mindhunter. You've seen mm-hmm. Mindhunter, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's basically a, a series of about uh, six um, different serial killers. Each each episode is about 25, 30 minutes. And they're they're done in basically part one and part two. And in each each one, he talks about an individual serial killer. And, and it's from a, the perspective that the guy is this, this narrating the story. John's getting his notepad out. Yeah. The guy that's narrating the story. Um, he apparently, this is the line of work he does and he's been studying these things, but he's telling it not only from a storytelling standpoint of what happened in these cases, but also from his personal perspective where he can't sleep anymore at night, uh, because this stuff weighs so heavy on his mind from the time he spent researching this stuff hmm. that, He's telling you from the perspective of himself of, of it taking a toll on him, uh-huh. but also he's telling you, yes, that's it. What's telling the name you, of the uh, guy? Do you know? Um, him? No. Mm. But I know that <laughs> midway, midway through, there is actually an episode called Mindhunter himself, and I think he interviews or something the the real guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, it's really good. It's really dark stuff. Though. I mean, it's 
you know, I don't need any, I don't think you need anybody to tell you that, that serial killers are messed up individuals. But you know, a lot of times well, you don't. Not all of us. <laughs> we we go. On, I mean, most of us go on about our days and live normal lives, and we just manipulate in small, tiny ways. Just don't. I mean, they do. Right. Right. Shoot right, right. They're on to me. Don't don't always have the ability to uh, feel remorse. Right. I wouldn't care about that. That's what I meant. <laughs> well, Dexter. I mean, it was good. He worked for the police station. <laughs> 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 and I'm going to jump into uh, what was the show I was telling you about? Uh, right with uh, Danny McBride, Righteous oh, Gemstones. God. Righteous Gemstones. I didn't know yes. that had started, and I saw a, a, a commercial for it the other day. I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, it's I love Danny McBride. Yeah, you do. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you do. Eastbound and Down. Yeah, boy. I remember when Jeff told me that I was the main character from Eastbound and Down. <laughs> That's fair. <clears throat> That's very fair. Yeah, Jeff. <clears throat> Jesus. I've, I've Don't die. No, my voice yeah, has been going in and out all day. Yeah, I'm good. Um, <laughs> Jeff was the first person um, to ever turn me on to The Walking Dead. Oh. First season. Um, and now I turn you off. <laughs> yeah. From you it. don't watch it? No, I kind of just bailed out on it. It got, it got crazy. We all know it did. Do you still watch it? Yeah. Mm. How is yeah. it? It's good. Is it still good? Mm. Okay. It reached a point where I even tried to go back last year sometime and try to kind of dive back into it me and Tammy both and it's just so slow and just it's like ugh, do something right. just make some give me even some story it just I couldn't and I just I just bailed on it hey John mm-hmm. you didn't bail on Saturday night did you did you watch the game I did that was a good one right <clears throat> uh, sure. yeah, I sure it really was it was a good game I did not enjoy watching it I, I can imagine being a fan of, of the Bulldogs <laughs> they were um, uh, they were really excited to show off their new lighting system yeah the one that we did first <laughs> I think yeah. we did it first we yeah. did we did um, we did and by we I, I mean, must have missed that it's all dude. All, just open Facebook on any of your Georgia fans and they'll show videos of when y'all when the, the players came out of the tunnel <clears> how the stadium had the LEDs going and it was dark and it's very cool that they're able to introduce this into these stadiums. But, yeah, Saturday yeah. was – I'm actually very lucky. Normally this time of year I don't get to catch a lot of football. Um, but I have the way my schedule's working out, the schedule, the stuff is happening earlier in the day or later in the day to where I can catch the game because the games are on, so I'm able to watch football. Mm. It's fantastic. And even this last one, I was, I was able to come home and catch the second half of the Georgia-Notre um, Dame game. So – the hey, crazy one was the, the one afterwards. Which one? The ah, what was it? UCLA and oh, Washington I didn't State. Even, I didn't even watch that one, but I heard it was crazy. It was like sixty-seven to sixty-three or some crazy. Yeah, mess. and not even in overtime. They were yeah. just. <laughs> Can you imagine? Every play was a touchdown. Like in the <clears throat> second half, it felt like they left the defense in the yeah, pretty in the much. Room, pretty much. They're like we're the Pac-12. We don't yeah. know what that is. <laughs> but that's cool, man. Hey, props to Notre Dame. You know, I spent the week last week believing that Georgia was just going to wipe the floor with them. Not even put up a whole up, lot of a fight. They showed up to beat us. But if that game had been in, hey, they come in, they come in fired up and and really played some football Saturday. Yeah, I think it was the game of the week, and like you were just alluding to, I really do think that the crowd, like legit, affected that game because yeah. of some crucial moments that Notre Dame got some penalties, I'm, and I'm, it affected the game like legit. I'm almost like wondering what would have happened if this had been in. Like, like if they had done this in a neutral place, <laughs> right? Right, because Notre Dame, the thing like when Georgia came a couple of years ago, Notre Dame was kind of on a rebound, so people weren't too hyped. So all the Notre Dame people pretty much sold their tickets 
to Georgia fans because Georgia fans were like, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity to have a reason to go to that stadium. Uh, so, you know, it was like, what? it was probably like 60% Georgia fans at that game. So Notre Dame hasn't actually played them at home, really in a home atmosphere to them. But I think it would be cool to actually see like if they had done it in New Orleans or they did it at in Indianapolis's, uh, was it Lucas Oil That Stadium. would have been neutral. Or, yeah, wherever. Find a place, right? Yeah, I know what like you mean. Where, but, because Notre Dame fans, they will travel. I mean, they freaking went to Ireland two years well, ago. Well, you say that, but they had the chance to play them at home, and they didn't. I don't care if it was a rebound or not. Sure, sure. I just want to see that game I know. now because well, like, you, Notre Dame is, uh-uh. to their credit, Notre Dame, yeah, they they give Brian Kelly credit where credit's due, that he figured out what was wrong when he got trounced by us years ago, and he's definitely corrected to say, hey, I can at least, if my team shows up, I can hang. You know, I can give my team a shot at the end of the game. That's that's what he needed to prove. I believe Georgia beat Notre Dame in 1980 for the championship. Yes, I could be wrong. But 84, 80. Is it 80? Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's 80. Herschel Walker. I know that. 80, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I was I was happy for you, John. It was a good game. I picked Georgia in my little workbook at work. <laughs> You know, as as everybody should have. You did too, right? You didn't do anything I crazy. I don't participate in it anymore. A friend, uh, really? Well, I'm sorry. Didn't mean to bring that up right now. Still sore spot. Love, Our, uh, love you, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Our friend uh, Gary at work. He's a big Dolphins fan. Yeah, and he just messaged us during the uh, Alabama game, and he's just like. I'm just watching our future QB throw TDs because he's convinced his team's tanking for Tua. Well, um, it's possible. There's, I noticed in the NFL, there's a lot of 0-3 teams now. And yeah. I was like, when's the last time we had this many 0-3s? There's a bunch. There are. Just My saying. team's one of them. Yeah. Oh. Uh, for the record, his team is the Redskins, guys. Oh, no, wait, no. I'm sorry. We're not 0-3 yet. We will be after tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, my flag is for the NFL is firmly on the Cleveland Browns right now. I have, uh, How'd that go? Yep. Baker Mayfield. <laughs> Woo! So you want to be a Browns fan, do you? <laughs> Got to hang in there. I didn't claim it for the year. It's going down. Meanwhile, the Niners, where I ba- uh, abandoned, are 3-0. and Yep. It's nice. Jimmy G, man. Jimmy, exactly. Jimmy yeah. G. Now he ain't got no torn ACL. He's he's pretty good. Jimmy G. He's, uh, Jeff, who's Jimmy G? Yeah, the quarterback for the 49ers, his name is Jimmy Garoppolo or something yes. like that. And they call him Jimmy, Jimmy G. G. He was Garoppolo's a mouthful. Tom Brady's uh, he was Tom Brady's backup for a number of years, and everyone thought he would be the future QB. The future. Tom retired, and basically, Tom told the Patriots front office, "You're going to trade him if you want me to resign another contract because I'm not having that behind me." Do you know who the so Patriots? Patriots quarterback is right now. See, huh? I live in the NCAA world, so I can't really survive in this conversation, but. Antonio Brown. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah that happened too. That's a hot topic. That, John probably has no be... idea about. Nothing. See? Nothing. Not a bit. Yeah. That's a yeah. big news story in the NFL right now. He was a wide receiver. He was the 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 essential wide receiver diva. Um, oh, the guy that went to the Patriots and now he's yes. being accused of rape? He, well, let's just say there's legal stuff oh, going on. Sexual yes. assault. But and, no. and, and he's, uh, he's retired from the NFL and promises a bigger stink and a fight with the Patriots and all these other teams. It's... it's it's a mess, but yeah, yeah, that's that's the new story right now. He doesn't, uh, yeah, because he's screwed because he's not on the exempt list, and the NFL won't review him to be on the exempt list until he joins a team. But everyone pretty much knows the moment he joins a team, he's going to get placed on that list, so they're not wasting their time signing him. 
what is what is the exempt list the commissioner can has a exempt list where basically he can place it on you if they're if you're being investigated for something like along these kind of lines to basically say hey you're gonna get paid but we don't want you on the field in case it does come back you're guilty because we don't want you impacting the brand type thing they've done it to ray rice was so, one so it's basically an that. asterisk yeah yeah like so you know sure jeff you're gonna get paid <laughs> you know you're gonna get paid for for your salary and all that but you're not allowed to play so in so. theory once he's once he's cleared or if he's cleared everything's fine he can sign yeah then he could just come back because well, how old is he he's like 30, 30. yeah, yeah. Okay. But he's, he, that's great for a wide receiver age. You know, he's still yeah, fat. Sure. He, as a matter of fact, when he signed with the Patriots, he played that week and got four or five catches, got a touchdown. He was, he immediately was in the system. He knew what to do, but more stuff kind of came out. The Patriots said, this is too much. Yeah. You he got to go. Well, he screwed himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was the guy was with the bad. helmet issue, right? Yeah. In yeah. Oakland. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what happened with that? Where did he, that just, when he, he signed lost. with the Patriots, he had signed a, uh, a new helmet deal with, I can't remember. I think it was Riddle or someone like that. And then, of course, the stories came out, so they just dropped it. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. So he was with the Steelers originally. You know him from there. He goes to Oakland, and he never plays a snap with Oakland. Yep. In the regular season. Gets traded to New England, and there's that. So that's fun. Yeah. That's craziness. That's out there. Just saying. Just saying, John. But Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones, John. And Gardner former, Crimshaw. Former Duke quarterback. Um. John's looking at his watch. He doesn't want to talk about football anymore. I'm kidding. <laughs> but uh, I, th- I thought it was good that Daniel Jones. He looked good. He looked good, right? He looked good. That's important. He's, uh, I could definitely, I mean, car- the Giants are making everyone shut up. So yeah. props to their front office. Well, when you got it, when you got, a, when you got a person like Eli Manning and, yeah. and then you say, we're going to bench him for Daniel Jones. They had to. Though. Who made the the headlines about the Giants drafted Daniel Jones? Yeah. I think that's why they drafted him was that they probably looked at everything and said of all the people that are coming out this year, yeah. he is the most NFL ready. I think they knew because he sucked the whole entire back half of last year. I remember watching that. And he got they pulled him for a game last year too. Eli? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you just you could tell it's like he's done. We'll he, he needs to be done. Well, both the collegiate and the NFL, they're um, you know, they're in weeks three and four ish. We're early, still going on. We're still happy. Everyone has hopes and dreams right now. Yeah, hopes and dreams. Hey, we're moving into a uh, one of mine and Chris's favorite time of the year. Uh huh. Fall. October fest. <laughs> Beer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's Just good. to remind everybody, uh, Jeff's favorite movie is uh, Beer Fest. That's right. <laughs> You know, the, the whole thing where if you're going to be locked on the island for the next three years and you want to take a movie with you, I'm taking Beer Fest. I'm sorry. It's, gonna, it's happening. I'm yeah. taking right. Super Troopers. So, okay. We're winners if we pair up. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So so a challenge to your listeners is is to list their favorite Oktoberfest beer. I'll I'll be listening to hear what uh, you wrote in. What's your favorite Oktoberfest beer? I knew you was going to ask. Yeah, it was a good. It was you set me up for it. I know it. Yeah, I know you do, and I know it, being the beer connoisseur that I am, it, it probably shouldn't be this simple. But I love it this time of year when Sam Adams Oktoberfest rolls. Love around. the Sam Adams Oktoberfest. It's a really good beer, John. See, beer is. But I'm but I'm interested to hear some other opinions out there. Well, I it, like it. It doesn't have to be an Oktoberfest beer, but this time of year gets me excited because it's fall, it's football, and it's 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 the time that the Oktoberfest beers get released. But there are some really good beers out there that people, if they're anything like me, wait until a particular time of the year to drink. 
Yeah. I'm amazed that it's always the Karens that get all the crap for the pumpkin spice. <laughs> when in fact, the pretentious Jess out there <laughs> and their craft beers in the fall are just just as bad. Just as bad. I mean, you might be Pumpkin right. beers aren't good, though. Pumpkin spice yeah, beer. Are. I don't like yeah, pumpkin beers. Ugh. Especially if a, a good spice. And I love pumpkin, but... Uh, anyway, sp- yeah, I mean, yeah, let's wrap it up, Chris. You guys want to pivot to this here topic? There's so many games in the fall. We're going to talk about one next, huh? Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. What is it? I don't know. Topic time, 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 time. The topic is... Borderlands 3! <laughs> there it is. Chris puts that two-foot arm in the air. Uh, uh, we it's told all you. maybe two feet long. <laughs> you just could, we, we've talked about that That's in previous episodes, and you just, you just confirmed it. You just confirmed it. Let me rephrase it. It's not two foot. Maybe like, <laughs> like nine know, inches. Yeah. It's about short yeah. arms. I mean, he's known as you know T-Rex Chris for a reason. <laughs> Wait seven saying. years to say that. That's why, that's why he never that's found how long it's been since Borderlands 2. Oh, yeah. let's see what you did there. Yeah. Nice. How long has it been since Borderlands, the pre-sequel? That was 2015. So, while it's at, most people didn't, I didn't really play the pre-sequel. I didn't. I didn't. Most people just skipped that. Yeah. That's not yeah. true. Really? You beat it? You played 90 hours <laughs> of it? the one I did. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, Borderlands 3. This is going down. There's loot. Uh, that loot is guns, and uh, you shoot things. All right, let's go to news. <laughs> I, uh, I, I uh, before we started recording this segment, I asked Chris if he was going to talk about the L word, and I said that's loot, Chris, and he just did. So I can put a check there. <laughs> he did it. Ooh. I also asked if I was going to talk about Borderlands too, and you did. That's another check. check. Two for two so far, Chris. There's a mayhem mode, and it needs to be nerfed, buffed, <laughs> buffed. Oh, buffed. Yeah. No, did you know. play? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was busy playing Gears and Zelda. You have any intention to plan? Yes. I don't yeah. know when, but I, I I love Borderlands. I just this was bad timing for me. <clears throat> bad timing for you too, really. I, I mean, mean cause it's good, been fine for me. No, I mean because of Gears Five and this oh, yeah. and finishing up. Yeah, Gears right, yeah. the Gears is the one right now that's taking the hit, and I that's mean, unfortunate. Yeah, the game is because I, I can. You know, the good thing about NBA Two K is. I can fire that up once a day and I'm good. fine. Yeah. Right. Like just do and a game. You do. I do. I, yeah, I really do. We know. Gotta do that, uh, daily spin, man. You get all sorts of prizes, cash and prizes. Yeah. At the casino. It's the only thing in the world <laughs> that you are 100% fully committed to. Yes. Yeah. Cause I love basketball. So he admits it. And that because beard. I can't, <laughs> and because I can't shoot huh? and, and I don't have the arms. NBA 2K and his beard. Yep. Oh, his beard. That's <laughs> true. Said something else. And beer. What do you think I said? Beer. No, I didn't say that, Jonathan. I, I am aware. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, yeah, Borderlands 2. It's a sequel. Three. To, or three. Or three. three. It's a sequel Top to Borderlands notch. 2. Please tell me you spent the last week playing 2. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Actually, it was really weird because you sent me a shift code for 2, and I was like, wait a minute. Did, I? did you yeah. know you did that? Yeah. Huh? Did you? Huh? Dude, that's... <laughs> <laughs> he, he's talking that Han was like he don't have headphones on huh? does it and I, I was I, I was I was halfway across the room <laughs> <laughs> that makes me so happy there, there's so many of those shift codes out there 
Yeah. You run across hey guys, a page of them. I didn't check today. This is time for thing. a Hey John. Yeah. Shift code, a shift code is because I'm going to say, Hey, hey guys. So what's a shift code? Basically, <laughs> they have, uh, 2K is very smart in the sense that they have these different loyalty programs that reward you. Uh, and in the game, you have a place called Sanctuary this time. It's your ship that you use to travel to the various planets. And on the ship, there is a big golden loot crate that you can use a golden key for any time. So what these shift codes do, they put them out uh, for the world. And at any point, you sometimes like they're just out there and you can go get them. Sometimes, as Jeff said, like they just put them out on Twitter and they're like, look, for the next 24 hours, you put this code in, you'll get a key. And that's what they do. They give you golden keys to open up that big loot crate. And it gives you high probability for legendary and epic and rare guns. You well, know, you won't see any greens or whites in there. Yeah, I was going to say, you can call it marketing, you can call it mm-hmm. whatever the proper terminology is, but they've done a really good job, in my opinion, of bringing you into this game, bringing you into this world from more perspectives than just putting the game in and playing. I mean, you can go to the website, sign up for the VIP program, you know, they got the shift codes, email codes. They, they've got a whole page of what they call activities um, where you can go and you can watch this YouTube video. You get 250 points. You watch oh. this YouTube video. You get this many points. So interactive marketing, right? Basically. Exactly, and yeah. and you can take those points and cash them in for different things on the website, different guns, um, skins to use in game. I like skins. Yeah, Wait, yeah. When it's, you, it's very akin to what Ubisoft does with their program. As far as that, I just like the fact that it has those shift codes because that's the difference between that and like what Ubisoft is like. These are for a game that is about loot to say, hey. Here are a bunch of keys so that, you know, I think what most people are going to do with them is they hoard them till they get to max level, right? So you can get to max level and have 10 or 12 of these things and just sit there in front of a loot crate, which gives you probably what, like at least three guns and then an assortment of secondary items that you also equip. Uh, You could, you know, open 12, 15 of these and all of a sudden... You can go through and find the guns that you want to start out with before you go hunting for the the most epic loot in the game. Oh, so I was going to say, do the shift codes, um, or is that big massive loot box going to generate loot that's that's at level, or does it just generate whatever? I think it's at it, level. So yeah. that's why you'd want to be maxed out exactly. before you open exactly. Okay. That's why I'm sitting on a. So like when I bought the, the there were what three different versions of the game you could buy or yeah. pre-order. Yeah. Um, I got the I think the mid tier, which was like the deluxe premium okay, something like that. and it, it come with uh you know like five golden keys and blah 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 whatever and if what we were talking about is the expansion into the website and all that just think of all the things you get with the pre-order go into the site and get much more just by doing these activities you trade these points in for these things and yeah um i got like five gold um gold keys and i'm sitting on them i'm saving them until you know in game or whatever yeah. but I was in Spencer's the other day, or or maybe I, w- I was in the mall. As a matter of fact, it was weird timing, and I noticed on my phone on Borderlands Twitch, you know, uh, uh, Twitter. Twitch Twitter feed, they said, uh, you know, go to Spencer's, and Spencer's is giving out these cards that have shift codes on them. So I said, Shut okay. Up. I walked down to Spencer's and asked the lady, I'm like, hey, you got some of these? And at first she looked at me funny, and she goes, oh yeah, and she walks behind the counter. She said, how many you need? I'm like, how many you got? And she hands me a stack of these. Oh my things. god. And they're scratch off and they're worth like 1500 points apiece. And I take them home and I'm just sitting there loading them in, loading them in. Mm-hmm. Those particular cards were not reusable. So I couldn't send the code to ship to Chris or anything. Yeah. Um, 
You could have saved half of them for Chris. <laughs> or Chris could have just, he lives closer to the mall than I do. That's a good point. He could have just went to the, did you I tell have, him about it? I have, yeah. yeah, he did. And I have no desire to go to Spencer's. That's like one of the greatest stores in the world. I'm not in college. I'm not either. But, I don't need a picture Chris, of John Belushi in the in back his of the store. Shirt. They sell a they lot of edible, interesting items. They have edible did things. You, did Chris, you go, did you ever go back into <laughs> Spencer's to the posters and go right to the middle of the posters? Is that where mm. they hid the good ones? Oh yeah, really? <laughs> Always <laughs> didn't know that trick. Yeah. Always in the middle no, or I'm close when I leave. I was close to the middle. I was standard in order poster look at her guy. Yeah, I was always like watching the entrance going. Is that how you control your urges to kill? You just go to Spencer's and look at the posters and you'd be like, I can make it in our day. Yeah. I don't have to attack tonight. Yeah. <laughs> but I haven't gone to Spencer's in a while. But you watched John That Rambo, was a great so follow-up statement from you're his fine. hack joke. You're fine. That was fantastic. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, but, yeah. Actual Borderlands. So the biggest addition to this time... You are going off the main planet that we've known so well. What's that planet's name? I can't remember. Right uh, now. Pandora. Pandora. Borderlands. Pandora. No, it's not Borderlands. Planet. Yeah, the first game was more of just primarily one big open area with a couple of side areas. And the second one was kind of going all over to different types of zones Handsome within Jack. there. Yeah. And really, it feels a little bit still like that here. In this, it's just that instead of being different zones, it's different planets. And each planet kind of has its cool own uh, personality to it. So, like, you, you start out in Pandora still. But then you go to, uh, I can't remember the name of the city. It's it's uh, where the... Electric City? Yeah, it's it's Thank like where... Or is it... Top Metro? <laughs> Metro something? I don't know. It's where Atlas is is located, which anyone who's played these Atlas has. Have you played this game? <laughs> Atlas has been the like signature kind of face of the enemy because of Handsome Jack for the first two games. Uh, and I'm guessing also the pre-sequel. Uh, and also Tales from the Borderland, which actually they got Reese from that in here. He plays a little role in the, in the story. Uh, so you get to go see places like that. You get to go to uh, this place called Eden Six, which basically feels like they just put New Orleans on uh, on a planet, and it's great. I just got there, so yeah. I, uh, today, so I was jumping into that. Yeah, <laughs> there's there's some. But wait, there's definitely you were at some work today. What we'll see. What happened? Because on break and. <laughs> Um, yeah, that, that plan is probably my favorite one. I think of all the ones just because it's, it's that classic, like, you know, look, we're doing New Orleans. So therefore we're doing the Bayou really is more so what they're doing the swamp. So everyone's speaking Cajun and it makes no sense. Like, why is everyone here? Cajun does not matter. Does not matter. Cause it's hilarious to listen to and the things that they do as far as tropes are tap. Nice. Well, and the reason you're wanting to go to these other planets is is because of loot. Yes, yeah. right. Remind, yeah. remind me, in six, as I tell you. So the other night, you know, I bought holding the game. He's mm -hmm. playing with us, and and at the point he started playing, I think Chris and I were about the same level, about level seventeen. Yeah, and Holden's playing, and uh, he had just started that day. So we we were playing with him and in, in his role, doing his quest, helping level him up. Well, the game. They they've done a lot to in, in, uh, improve the the what's the words I use here um, the system um, so that if you're there's a big gap between levels we're gonna play at our level even though we're doing his quest he's gonna play at his level anyway 
the point I'm trying to make is <laughs> we. So it's, I'm level 17, and I'm at about 11, level 17 on my main quest line. Mm-hmm. As Chris played through that evening with with Holden and I, we I end up finishing that night at like level 24, 25, 26, something like that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So today I finally <laughs> jumped back into my game, into which is I'm, I'm 25 and the the main mission level is 26. Whew. It, it was tough again. You oh, know, was it? We were mowing through people the other day. Yeah. It's always, uh, that is the one good thing is that when you have friends, you know, especially like when you're doing these boss fights, it's a lot easier when everyone takes a turn aggroing the boss as opposed to when it's just yourself and you're consistently having these barrages of like missiles and meteors being thrown at you. And if you don't have cover in those instances or, or know how to get around them with your abilities, you will fall very quickly if you're not careful. So, you know, uh, yeah, it's a game that is best played with friends, but yes. it is doable yes. by yourself. As far as the leveling thing, I like that they include that, but there is some uh, kicks to it that make it interesting. Uh, mainly that when we joined his son um, the other night, his son was really keen to get to one side mission uh, yeah. that may involve two characters from a very popular show on Adult Swim. We'll just call them uh, Schmick and Schmorty. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> and basically, he that was his only goal. So he was just rushing through these levels, not actually engaging. He was engaging in combat as little as possible. So he gets to this point where when he brings us in, he's underleveled for the area that he's in. So therefore, as a consequence of that, Everyone else who joins his game is also underleveled in proportion to the area for them. So, like, you know, I think at that point I was like 27, level 27. I'm facing like level 30, level 31 people, and I'm just having to use like full clips in every ability I have to bring people down. Uh, which, on one hand, it was a great challenge at times, right? Like, it really required us to do teamwork and, and figure out how to work together and make sure when someone went down to get over there, pick them up, that kind of stuff. But on the other hand, it was a pain because, you know, I got punished because this other player is in an area that he really shouldn't probably be right See, now. He I should wa- be where he needs to be. I'm wondering if in his game, because I'm reading about it, I was going to tell you what it's called officially, Jeff. It's called co-op level scaling is what they do. Okay, yeah. Um, and that means that when you join, regardless of level, everybody should be fighting enemies that are at your level. So mm-hmm. you shouldn't have been fighting a 31 if you're a 27 or what have you. But I read, I was reading as you were talking and apparently it can be turned off. So I'm wondering if in his session, he turned off level scaling, which made the, the people be whatever yeah, level they were. No, yeah, I think it was the scaling. And like I said, I think it it's based on who the person you're coming in. So like, and, and I would imagine the reason it's probably designed that way is so that, like, say he was a level five and he was just rushing through the story and not really doing anything. Jeff and I can't be like, oh, it's fine because, you know, even though I'm level 27 and I'm facing level 27 people uh, and Jeff is level 24 and he's facing level 24 people, it's fine because between the two of us, Holden can just hang back and we will pull him through and therefore, he'll get a ton of experience without having to do the work, basically. Like, it's kind of like that 
that solution to what Diablo does allow, right? Like where I would do this with you guys, like where I'd be like, look, I just wanted to get you all the end game. So what's the name of your character? Yeah. Uh, man, I can't remember it anymore. (laughs) What is it? Oh, uh, this Diablo character. All of them are named after some sort of appendage. Oh, death, uh, death rock. Yeah. But oh. it's not rock. <laughs> this this makes sense. So, so they say if a level 30 player comes in and plays in a level 20 player's game, there's level 30 loot dropping for them. Correct. That's the loot instancing. But there's also got to be challenges. So imagine you're level 20 and I'm a level 30. Mm-hmm. I come into your game and you're going to be fighting like a level 25 enemy. For me, that's going to feel like a 35 enemy. Yeah. So that's what you were talking about. Yeah. So it, it's all relative to how we're actually playing and what we're actually correct. doing. Versus like when um, sense. when Jeff and I were playing with our other friend, uh, you know, to Sean uh, Stompin, that was more balanced because even though maybe we were in Jeff's game and I think Jeff at that point, you were the lower person of us, like Kevin was easily the m- most level and I was there too. And like, there really wasn't a difference, right? You know, yeah. I was, it, I, I was like maybe like level 14 at the time and I was facing level 14, level 15 enemies, which is basically what you encounter in the game as you're usually going through an area. Um, but yeah, it made it, it made it hard to a point where when the person who pulls you in the, in the game falls asleep while you're playing, <laughs> it makes it near impossible to get through. And it's a painful thing because anyone who's played Borderlands knows. Uh, when you die in this game, whenever you respawn, there's a respawn fee from your cash, and it's always 10% of whatever you have. And I'm to the point now yeah. in this game, and I'm sure you are too now, Jeff, like where we are earning a lot of money. So, you know, having 90000 on you, which you plan to use right away and pretty much go back to zero as soon as you get back to right. the ship, dissipates very quickly when you know eight thousand comes out of it on one death right it, it's a big hit uh and it was like hey maybe maybe, maybe we should call it for the night guys <laughs> yeah so me me chris and stomping and holden were playing the other night and it hit about 11 or 12 o'clock you know got late <laughs> so the three the three of chris stomping and, and i are, are busy shooting doing our thing and holden's Character standing over there, just standing up against a wall or something, and we're like holding, holding, <laughs> and all you hey, hear, buddy. Is, <laughs> <laughs> so I walk in his room and look, and he's knocked out. Just, just knocked went out. out in the middle of the game. Oh he's my hilarious. god! Can't aim anymore. <laughs> no, but John, John, do you have any intention of playing? I would love to do this. I asked. Well, I'm, I'm just experiencing kind of a backlog. <laughs> yeah. With, I asked uh, because you had you you seem to jump into the looter shooter world of Division Two, and I could tell that it I seemed, would love for somebody to be still interested in that game, but I can't yeah. always have what I want, can I, Jeff? Easy, easy. I know how you. Did feel you play about Diablo? <laughs> Did you like the Diablos, the looting aspect of Diablo? Oh yeah, yeah. you like that Borderlands. There's just loot. It's just you want to play with me on Xbox One X. Yes, the greater <laughs> system, of course. <laughs> When they tell you there's billions of guns in the in the ads, it's ridiculous. You, you, they mean it. You kill a guy and it's some, um, and it just rains guns. <laughs> there is well, literally a gun in this game that shoots out guns. Well, you guys might get to this, but I'm just curious. One of my things is is you know I, I'll say to myself, well, I haven't played the first one and the second one and this one. Mm-hmm. Tell me if that matters here. Not too much. You there. Are characters who come back from the first couple of games but 
you don't need the context. Like they set them up perfectly fine. Like they're making appearances because handsome Jack is gone. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah. There's not, uh, it's two new characters <laughs> now who are the enemies. They're called the Calypso twins. Um, if you want to be, yeah, okay. if you want to be deep into the story of this game, then yes, knowing the previous would help a lot. Mm. Um, but, but if you just want to play and have a good time, which is probably what most people want to do anyway. Correct. I mean, you're, you're not, you don't need it. I just know that when, when we played Division 2, I, I got the sense that you were really kind of enjoying how that game played. Oh, God. And and I, I don't know if it was I so much about I still long for that game. I Division 2 is a beautiful it. game. And it, mm-hmm. and it was a lot of historical... You know, I know you. Um, you probably tend to like the, the historical aspect of it, being able to walk around... Washington DC and sure. the museum and all the good stuff. And here you get to go around historical Pandora, That's which right. it is yeah. a virtual world. That, I mean, that historic. is that is true. But I but I love. I'm addicted to the loot mechanic, dude. You would you would love yeah, this, this game. Um, we have another friend. Um, yeah, we do. Slade. He played Division Two with us, and he I didn't think care it, for it. That he much. didn't. I think it was his first time playing a looter shooter type of game he where plays you really Fortnite. Yeah, but I'm, <laughs> that's a different. But that was, I'm that was a where, joke for Fortnite, guys. I'm talking about where you really Back have to down. look at your weapons and look at their attributes and and look at, okay, I got this gun and this gun, but my inventory can only hold so much, so I got to drop one. Which yeah. one's going to be better for my build or my? You don't even have to have a build in this game. Just yeah, pick up a gun and run and shoot. Just you know, you just want to keep it at the right tier level. But he didn't. I don't think he really enjoyed that work that you have to put in. To, yeah. to really do that um with you liking that you would love it there is a light it's, we'll we'll spend a night doing a mainline quest or whatever pick up tons of gear i don't even mess with it i just wait and at the end of the night i tell the guys i'm like you know what i'll wake up tomorrow and i'll go through my inventory and mm-hmm. get rid of stuff set up what i want it's, it's just too much tonight yeah, yeah. You know? okay yeah it's uh whenever you go back to your ship it's it's not going to be a quick thing for most people unless like I think as you go further along, it gets a little bit easier because you at least get to a point where if something's not purple or gold, it's not even really worth your time even looking at it anymore. So you just start selling all that stuff off for oh, cash. The poor green and blue items. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, watch, like, watch me tonight playing Division Two. Yeah. You just <laughs> you got my juices flowing. <laughs> you sell, but then like the other ones, you do have to start weighing because you get to a point where you might have this legendary even rocking for twenty levels or whatever. But now you're getting, even though it's not in our legendary, you got this purple that's got all these other great stats, and you have to kind of figure out. Is this going to be a better choice now? Should I finally make the jump? You know, that's that's always a tough challenge uh, on top of like how your own personal skills that you're putting for your character, how that's going to be affected. Like my dude now does tons of crit damage. It's like everything in his stats is designed to up his crit and how often it's going to happen. What's so crit? that's critical crit damage. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so like for me. It's about looking for weapons that have a high base and higher odds for that. And when I see that, I'm like, I have to equip it. I have to see how it will perform, you know, at least do a trial run um, versus like some other ones that seem really cool. But I'm just like, oh, I can't really use that for what my design of a character is. Yeah, each character has a, a special ability. Mine is I have a mech. So, Aren't there new characters in the game you get to choose from? Yeah, yeah, and I like that. Like yeah. you know, to their credit, like Borland's uh, 
gearbox, all that, like they don't, they're not, even though they didn't change a ton of the formula yeah. this time around. Cause it works. Uh, yeah. Cause it works. Like, and I, I would tell people like destiny and, and division even like, go look what Diablo and, and borderlands do because they seem to understand how loot games really work great at their core. Just keep, fantastic. To keep people both of happy. those games. Fantastic. And, loot. And, and here, like while there will be some tweaks, I'm sure, you know, they've already done one nerf on uh, mayhem mode. Both. Uh, yeah, no, it was a, it was, it was a nerf because basically people were getting too many. Anytime you say yeah. nerf, I just like Sam both. Ah, okay. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, <laughs> you know, they'll, they'll do those little tweaks, but the core of it, they have right to keep people happy and that's good. So it was more about tweaking other things. Um, you know, to me, they understand what they needed to improve with this game as far as where they were going. And it wasn't the core mechanics. It was as far as loot, it was the core mechanics of shooting. Like that's what they said they went and did. And it's very clear that's what they went out there and did. They went out there and they said, hey, this game has always worked well, but it was never really fun to have sniper rifles or um, pistols because you couldn't be entirely too accurate. This time around, all the guns in this game, when things have like 98% accuracy and like 90% handling, you feel that way. I mean, I, I don't know if you've gotten this way, Jeff, but like when I have a sniper rifle, I don't even aim down sights if it's got a high handling yeah. rating because you can just pop off headshots. You know, you just learn. No uh, scopes. Yeah. yeah. And the amount of critical damage, as I was saying, like it stacks for me. So it's like crit. Those, yes, <laughs> all that kind of stuff for me, like it means so much. So like I'll, I'll just get into these modes, these runs at times where I find myself just consistently hitting headshot after headshot and just watching people fall down and guns and everything pile out with them. And if I remember right, uh, Borderlands has one of the most satisfying headshots. Yes. That little pop. Yeah. yeah pop. It's nice. They, they don't just Gears go. has a great headshot and so does Borderlands. Those yeah. Are, yeah. Yeah. So I've got a mech and I'm trying to kind of design my character to be more like a tank, you know, when we're all in it and I just go into that tank, I'm just mowing people down but one and there's also i'm designing my character to carry a lot of grenades and uh even having my grenade attributes buffed so that when i go in man i throw those grenades i'm just just taking people out you know Um, so we're talking about classes here yeah 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 Yeah. so this time there's um there's his which is the tank Mm -hmm. which is like yeah she's got mech Okay. Uh, there's Flack, who's that's who I'm playing as. He's a Beastmaster. You can get different pets, and they all have different abilities and traits of things they do, um, depending on which one I've been using. This big, like, I guess it's like a rack or whatever they call them, and he just goes around and he messes people up. And if he if he finds a gun, he'll bring it over and drop it in front of me. And I'm like, thanks, good boy. Yeah. He's a good boy. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, there's Lance in that one, yes, right? Who's kind of like a tech sniper. Zane? Or Zane, that's what his name is. Yeah, I knew it was yeah, like... He's got gadgets, that's probably yeah. my pick. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people like him. Uh, and then I can't... The one that I see the least played with so far is... I can't remember her name. Amara? Yeah, she's a siren. Um, so she can kind of phase around. Um, and she, a lot of people who do use her say she's really good for melee damage and things like that. 
later on once you get her build up. And it's fun because like when you do start out with this, you don't quite know what your character is going to be at first um, until you really start to pump in uh, attribute points from leveling. Once you do, though, then you start to go, oh, okay, I need to adjust all my play style to fit what this is. Uh, but the good thing is you have three separate skill trees. So over time, if you don't like the way a style is playing for that character, you can just go respec. And, um, you know, it's always like a portion of your money. And I, I think it might go up a little bit over time. I haven't had to respec yet. I respect that. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's good and you know you feel like it's significant and again that's, pretty bad. that's that's the point and that's why i think this game overall works really well despite whatever little tiny issues it might have like there's some frame rate issues at times when you're playing with friends online um and there's some slowdown i've noticed when you're pulling up menus when you're online too yeah. that's where it seems that's to probably suffer just because it was on playstation yeah, yeah. We did a split screen. Doesn't have Teraflop. <laughs> Holden and I did split screen the other day, and th- I, I didn't like that too much because, one, yes, it did chug. I mean, it was just not good. And it also went horizontal split instead of vertical. And it's like, wow. Also, wah. audio issues. Um, we've had those where, like, you'll just be going all of a sudden, audio yeah, cuts yeah. out for, like, three, four minutes for you. Portions of the audio. Yeah. I yeah. could hear the dialogue of the characters but no gunfire. Yeah. Like we were doing, there's a, the fight we went and did with Holden. Um, there's a good fight. You'll like this, Sean, where you fight a DJ. <laughs> and, <laughs> oh, yes. and it, there's Tell awesome me. music in this. Cause Jeff and I did yeah. the day before. And as soon as it started, like I heard it for two bars and then the music just went and it sucked because that track is just awesome to do a fight to. So, you know, to have that cut out, you're just Dude. like, ah, Skrillex or something. Dude, you know. It was, the the fight really for me was you know no spoilers here, but one of the bosses you fight spoiler <laughs> the music was not the the typical hype you know just club go yeah. go go it was this he's what, never what, been to a club <laughs> yeah. what was the Chris you you called out the type of music it was I was thinking uh, Daft Punk yeah. with uh, it reminds me of the dude who did the uh, Drive soundtrack is what I said it, um, if you've ever heard that I can't remember the name of the artist that did it but it's like that it's kind like of a it's down like, tempo it's like yeah it's like chill wave in a way yeah. I can't you. remember do they typically put out a soundtrack for Borderlands because if they do <laughs> yeah bought so I'm sure it's out there <laughs> sure you just go on YouTube you can find it <laughs> John I tell you this kind of thing because I, you know I know there's a lot, probably a lot of people out there that may not have ever played a Borderlands and would say well why should I jump into this why should I play this another another point is selling point is the humor the humor in this game is just fantastic mm-hmm. it is so funny I think a game like this you could easily find yourself you know hours in and it didn't just becomes mundane it's like ah, i'm just kind of doing the same thing over and over like I have yet to problem. It, it's the one problem with diablo <laughs> uh, 3. did you hear me what's that i said like division 2 it sort of <laughs> i was gonna say like what he's talking about it's the one problem with diablo 3 for me because like diablo 3 story is a story and it gets you through but it's not like the most interesting thing i've seen to you gaming. it's not um I love yeah. that story. And because I've done it, I'd already done it two times. Yeah. Right? You know, and so oh, forth. Yeah, three. Um, <laughs> but like, you know, to me, it's about the combat, right? Like that's what you're playing that game for in the end game. So when you're doing that initial playthrough the first time, like, or when I would take you guys, it's just like, I just want to get through this. I just, yeah. just want to get him through this. We just got to get through this, man. Just get through this. But, uh, yeah, yeah after you're the right. 90 billionth time that Clarissa played it, she was just, you know, skipping the story. You're welcome. Beats. <laughs> uh but uh hey john who's clarissa 
my wife. Your, Your wife. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like the jokes that they put in, whether they're just in the narrative themselves or they're little just Easter eggs for you to discover. Uh, this is pretty much out on the internet everywhere. But one of the best things I didn't know was there. Uh, we were we're in this place called Skylab or something like that or Skywell, uh, which was. I don't think it was on a moon. I think it was on an asteroid, but it looks like you're on the moon. And we're going, we're going around and we just, we were like, we're exploring the map because we're looking for collectibles and stuff because they can give you loot. Um, that's fine, John. Yeah. Just, just get that mic. Yeah. Um, that's fine. That's not Penny folks. That's John. If you pay attention, it's happening with everybody's chair except yours. Doesn't happen to mine. You should get, I think it's time for you guys to get some new chairs. I'm going to, I think I'm going to go with a barstool. Marshall, <laughs> good luck for two hours. Ooh. That's fine. Okay. You're just going to be way up here. I got a padded Marshall. <laughs> but um, like we're going and we're exploring and all of a sudden this little thing pops out and Jeff's the one I think caught it. I said, does that say Dinklebot on it? I was like, no, it does not. Yes. It uh, it said Dinklebot. Yes. Uh, and you don't get this, but anyone, John, but uh, anyone who's played Destiny, going back to the original Destiny, Peter Dinklage, of quote. Of course, famously played the ghost. Everyone called him Dinklebot. So this little ghost is going, and we're shooting him, and we finally bring him down. And you go over, and what does he drop? He drops a ludogram. Oh, my God. Yeah, which is like from Destiny. We're talking about the Emmy Award-winning actor, Peter Dinklage? But he was a terrible ghost. (laughs) Multiple time winning. It just didn't work. Yeah, yeah, you get a ludogram. You take it back to this guy in the ship. And he's like, That's okay, fantastic. give me, give me God, a second. That makes me want to play this game right now. <laughs> he's like, give me a couple minutes. You come back a couple missions later and he's like, all right, I got your gun for you. And he tosses out and it's just a white and white common gun oh and literally God. says common gun, which is, of course, the big criticism of the original. Not enough. Loot. They oh. take every opportunity <laughs> they can to, to find humor, um, in games and just all kind of things. It's great. You know, there's multiple ways to play a game like this I've learned over time, and is that some people will play and they want to just kind of mainline it, get to yeah. the end, to get to there. end game. You can do side quests. You can play this. Some people like to play and, and develop multiple characters as they move through. Yeah. That's something I learned about WoW back in the day. You know, some people want to have five characters and slowly <laughs> develop each. Well, I've always been the kind of guy that likes to do have one character, go all the way with it, and then maybe start another one. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's why your nickname's All the Way May. Well, regarding Lovely. regarding the humor, there's been a couple of outlets that have actually kind of dinged the game for its humor. That said, I, you know, have you know, it's 2019. Haven't we moved past this type of humor? Having not played any yeah. of these games, what exactly are they talking about? I mean, it's childish humor for the most some part. Some of it, yeah, like, I mean, yeah. It's a, there's some low toilet brow. humor, low brow yeah. stuff. I mean, I think I'll say is if you're a kid who's like in late middle school to like high school, this is just made for you, you know, as far as the humor, but still I appreciate it. And it's one of those things where humor is subjective, right? Sure. Yeah. So. There's other, okay. So first, maybe that's due to my generation. Yeah. yeah. You know, the, those type of jokes will always be funny to me. Mm-hmm. Always. Um, but fart, fart jokes, D and D and fart jokes, D yeah. and farts. Yeah. D and farts. But, bought. Right. But then there's other humor. This smallest little thing had me laughing. We're in a big fight in that big corporation, that Atlas Corporation. And one of the, the, the guys, I'm, the bots I'm fighting, as I kill him, he said, oh, there goes my Christmas bonus. Yeah. And he falls over and dies. That was hilarious to me. Mm-hmm. A kid's not going to laugh at that. That's, yeah. you know. Because see, John, Chris, uh, kids don't have Christmas bonuses. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know that. 
Don't be judging these kids. Did you finish Gears? I can't. But um, I'm, I'm doing it co-op with Cam, and he just hasn't. We're talking there, about humor. I was going to tell you that funny thing I remember from last week. You can't yeah, tell me. I'm can't, not. You can't. I'm not going to. Okay. To me, like, even, like, side quests have some great humor. Mm-hmm. Like, there's one with these two guys that we won't spoil too much, but it's, like, they're Gary and Glenn. Or Terry and Glenn, sorry. And uh, as you're going through, you also come across a guy named Gary. And he's Gary starts talking, and he's like, Terry just goes, ah, I want to rip your face out classic gary you know things like that i i like that kind of humor well, the way it's the delivered. callback humor and stuff i've yeah, actually heard yeah. one of the highlights of the game one of the big praises of the game is the actually the side quests the fact that they're yes. meaningful robust robust i yes. like that word yes. uh, there there was one that I did the other day uh on eating six um, i like that word robust <laughs> There's one on Give Ian's, me more words. There's one on Ian 6 I did. And, like, again, this is why I love this area of the game where it's kind of like playing into that whole entire voodoo uh, bayou magic type thing. And there's a witch. And, like, you're helping her build a brew. Like true and, blood. And then it kind of changes into something else. And the dialogue through all of that is just top notch. Kind of offensive a little bit when you think about some of the way some of the southern characters are portrayed. But... Also top notch. Just does not matter. I love it. Um, you know, I think they're they're good. If you didn't like the humor in Borderlands one or two, then I don't think they're doing anything this time to try to win you over. That's a fair criticism, I guess. Um, but at the same time, if you did, th- I don't think there's any reason that you're not going to enjoy it here. And honestly, once you beat the game. You could just go do mayhem mode, and you wouldn't have to worry about that anymore. I'm glad you brought that up. They, uh, what's his? I gotta. I was gonna try to wing it, but I can't because I can't name drop like you, Chris. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul Sage, the Gearbox creative director, um, said that players are going to spend about 35 hours mm-hmm. on main and side missions, which is huge. And then, like they said, immediately if that's not enough for you, they got that stuff you were just bringing about. Yeah, mayhem is. Um, so once you beat the game, I haven't beaten the game yet, but reading, uh, it pretty much unlocks two things. One is you can go back and do new game plus. So it unlocks harder difficulties. And of course, the higher difficulty you're playing, the more, um, loot you'll get. And also there are secondary attributes. You get to you keep can, what you earned from when you beat yes, the game. Yeah, yes, so when you yeah. start it, yeah, you keep everything and you can just keep building that character. That's um, nice. That's nice. But the main thing I think people are going to get <laughs> that are going to get into is very similar to what Diablo does with their torments, and that's called uh, Mayhem Mode, which they're starting out with three levels of it. So every time you're, you're going into these kind of like randomly uh, generated instances and boss fights and all of that, and of course, your chances of getting great drops significantly increase in these modes right so i think they said like beating the main boss on it on the first tier is pretty much 50 percent uh that you're gonna get at least one legendary and i think it's like 10 percent that you'll get two or more legendaries on that drop and of course if you, if you go to the higher difficulties more likelihood you're gonna get better weapons right and people love this because it allows them to farm for the exact guns they're looking for for their builds you know that have because the stats are randomly generated as far as the secondary things like the gun itself might be the same every time uh as far as a name but what it actually can do and its buffs that's what's unique to it um and you know that to me is kind of what i want in a loot game personally is like a game where 
once I beat it, I don't have to think about it. I can just go in and have fun and slowly work up the level as I want and wait for DLC. And then as you give me DLC, I can come back to the game and do that and then maybe go back into Mayhem mode as opposed to this other model that's become popular the last couple of years with Division and Destiny and to a failing uh, extent, uh, Anthem, things like that, where it's like, we're not just designing a loot game. We're designing a game that's really also an MMO. And we want you to commit to this game and consistently grind out loot so that you don't get left behind for the next big thing that we're releasing forever. Like that to me is not fun. I don't want that lifestyle. I've never been a fan of that outside of like, an MMO itself where I know what I'm getting into or NBA 2K. Yeah. You know, NBA 2K, I can, <laughs> but again, NBA 2K is good because I can literally put it down whenever I want, not play it for two months and then pick it up. And it's still 2K and I don't have to worry about anything. Right. I'm still just playing the game, doing my thing. Chris and I had an interesting conversation the other day that, um, you, you know, as do I, that with division as I continue to trying to find my way Learn my way through the whole looter shooter type game. Okay, when we played Division Two, you hit max level, right? Beat the the main story. When when we did that in Division Two, that's when the game really opened up. That was almost right. like that's when the game started, which kind of threw me for a loop. What I'm interested in seeing is does this game play that same way. Chris, I'm more of kind of just taking in everything I come across. Chris is kind of more of on a trying to get to end game. That's with with Part, some side but mission. yeah, I'm definitely trying to get all those uh the the conversation yeah, the conversation we had the other day was, you know, if and I'm I'm still learning. If you're trying to get to end game and you and you beat the story or whatever, you hit max level, if now all there is to do is go back and replay the story and just if that's all there is to it, that doesn't appeal a whole lot to me. I'm not a replay kind of guy. Division was different because when you hit max level in game, now it opened up to all kind of stuff to do. I'm interested to see how this is going to play. Am I going to am I going to hit in game? Am I going to beat the final boss? And then it's kind of like, okay, what do I do now? We'll just go back and redo it with a different character. I'll go mm. back and that's that never suck. that's never appealed to me a whole lot. Yeah. No. Um, well, what makes, I mean, that's pretty much Diablo 3. It's just the loot is the addictive. The, yeah. the loot is thing. the addictive the thing only, you can make. I think Clarissa says over and over, it's all about oh, the, the loot. loot. And let yeah. me just throw in again, you know, they, they, you want, you've seen the commercials, I'm sure. They talk about a billion guns. There are with the guns, the grenades, and they all, they even mix humor in to the names of the guns. I, and I, yeah. I appreciate that so much. Sure. Um, we come, I think we're coming out of some, some form of a sewer or something the other day. And Holden noticed this that, um, as you're coming out, you hear a bunch of people standing outside the entrance and they're chanting in like little, almost little kid voices. And it's something that came from, I'm pretty sure it came, it was from, uh, it. You hear these kids saying, we'll kill you all. We'll kill you all. And I was like, that's for me. But the guns is where I was going with that. The grenades. I picked up one grenade. I throw it. It bounces several times. And when it explodes, graffiti goes everywhere. Yeah. Graffiti. And as the graffiti explodes, it if it hits a person, then they explode and more bombs go. And it's just freaking 
graffiti flying everywhere. I mean, it's just the fantastic. Yeah, yeah. it's it's just so great, man. The music, the 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 humor, the um, um, creativity with the weapons. It's just got me, man. It's, I really, I'm really enjoying the game. Well, the art, the art style's always been a, a, uh, a plus for me too. Yeah. I've always thought the art style was really creative, really unique. Um, yeah. Robust. Uh, that's dude. I love the word. If you will. There's a. Um, <laughs> if, if division is all about the re, the real guns, you know that you might find in the real world. This is the the imagination behind the guns. You pick up one gun that's you know just a full auto this or whatever. The next gun is you might be shooting bubbles. You know you <laughs> never know what these guns my, are going to do. My favorite one I've found so far. I mean, even though it's not the most effective gun, uh, was I had one. I can't remember the name of it, but that didn't really give it away, right? But then with the legendary guns, they always have a little caption that's supposed to be what inspired it. And this one just said flower power. And oh, I yeah. Start, yeah, I start shooting this gun and I'm like, what the heck? It doesn't really shoot. It just shoots out a grenade that's flaming that goes straight to the ground and starts bouncing. But when you do it, it makes the little bloop noise like when Mario is shooting... A flower, flower yeah, a oh, flower fireball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You told me uh, that and yeah, like it, it gets chaotic if you can actually get into an open area with a bunch of large enemies. Like they go down in three that's, seconds. That's the hidden humor I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, you you catch when we first did the the. Uh, it's irreverent. The it's Rick not, and Morty uh, side mission. It, they, it's named Mick and Rorty. I didn't even know what we were in the middle of doing. <laughs> I didn't even catch. I didn't even catch it. And as we're as we begin the fight, I'm like, holy crap. Wait that, a minute. That guy looks like this Rick. This is my jam. Rick Sanchez. And then all of a sudden they're like, yeah, this is the Rick and Morty. I was like, oh, my God. And, you know, being the Rick and Morty fan, I flipped out on it. But well, I, got some good, I got some good news for you. Yeah. He, yeah. yeah I'm going to tell you that part. Go ahead. In mm-hmm. addition to what Chris said, I'm reading here now. Yeah. On the New Game Plus and the Mayhem modes. Yeah. There is a, a mode um, called Circles of Slaughter, which yes. from what I'm reading is very much like the uh, Horde mode on Gears. It's it's like that. And from my understanding, it's it's a little bit like um, the greater rifts that you would do in yes. Diablo, where we, it's like you have 10 minutes to get through this, but the amount of loot you're going to get is amazing. Is amazing. And so those kinds of things like that's what people want out of loot games, you know, they and there's all that sense. There's also something called proving grounds, which for you, destiny and division fans is a type of raid oh. that you must. Um, the only way to access it is by finding hidden markings across the worlds. Oh, okay. And so then, that's what and, that's for. And then once you find them um, and you get everybody together, there's waves of enemies you got to beat within like a time challenge, like 30 minutes or something. So that's cool. There, that's more stuff you yeah, can do. There's already some Halloween DLC coming. Yeah. And, you know, Sean got me into this a long time ago when we played WoW together, right? You introduced me to WoW. I, I thought I did, but I wasn't going to take yeah, that I, credit. No, I've, I've given you that credit before. Okay. Yeah. Well, when we played WoW, and that was the first game I had ever played where they did like seasonal updates. Like during this Halloween season, you you played in a Halloween. They changed and there the was pumpkins everywhere and stuff. Just amazing. Loved that, and I still awesome love when they do that in a game. Live updates to keep you current and in the season. Yeah, absolutely adore that. And apparently, there's the the Halloween DLC coming for this. I can't wait to play it. Because see, John, yeah. it's, it's almost Halloween. It's good. Like the thing you can say about 2K <laughs> is that even though it's a it's a season pass like they really do a lot of a free stuff and then b continually dropping things for you that are new 
as far as that season pass to keep you coming back. Engaged. And will. it's like there are people I know that have played Borderlands 2 for, you know, five, six years. That That's their game. That is what they love. I don't know any of those people. Um, and, you know, I played, shoot, I played the first Borderlands. I don't want to even think. As far as hours, <laughs> if I was in, if I was in like high school right now, this would be my dream game. Cause it'd be like for, all you gotta do is come home, do your homework yeah. and do this. It's like, well, I don't have money to buy more games, but I have this one game that literally I could put two years into easily and it wouldn't be that hard. And that was about how long they did <clears throat> DLC for, uh, for Borderlands 2 and 1 was about two years each after release. That's they re- nice. They released stuff out there for you to get. Um, is it Richard time? I was gonna. I didn't want to be rude. Yeah, but yeah. it just for me felt like you guys. I think I know where you're both going. Yeah, I, I I'm well, gonna I'm gonna say this. Jeff clearly loves it, so a six point five. Right, I was <laughs> tell my joke. Yes, yeah, sorry. Um, he's gonna do his Jeff scale that he's so famous for. No, uh, no, I'm not. What I'm, gonna, what I'm gonna do is this. What I'm gonna do is this. I typically do not do this when I when I give a game a score. For you guys, I don't go look at Metacritic and and these other sites to see what they did because I really want to give you the score that I feel. Okay. Um. And, and ten. When you <laughs> <laughs> when you're going out, like we were saying at the beginning of the talk, um, all the the website, we can get these points and all this kind of stuff. You're gonna quickly run into forums for the game. Yeah. And what we're calling them now, <laughs> I guess. And there's I've seen you know. It's it's hilarious to me when I'm having a, a great time playing a game and I see other people have beasts on little things that, or at least what I consider little, you know, like but they're you making said, them huge things. Oh, yeah. this humor is is not. F- it's irreverent. And on, on Metacritic, <laughs> I, 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 again, I wanted to see like where what, it compares what to what was being thinking. said right. on Metacritic. So, like, I see one that says nearly unplayable in its current state. I will update this score if they put out a good patch. Um, we all like good patches. Yeah, you took mine. <laughs> it says, I bought a PS4 Pro for two reasons, so I could play Visual Gear games. Are these 4K. user scores? Yeah, yeah it yeah. sounds like, yeah, don't don't yeah. go by user scores. I know, I know. I'm just telling you that, that it makes absolutely no sense to me. I even looked at a critic score. He said, um, the game is boorish, infantile, and violent. And is refu- I mean, it's amazing. Right. And is refusing to take any sort of consistent stand is wildly off the mark. Don't know. And gave it means. a 50. Why do we want to get, why do we want to take a stand? Like that, a, pol- a was politically that, uh, charged stand? Slant magazine? Wow. That'd be it hilarious was, if it was. No, Please it, be slant. It was slant. It was slant. <laughs> I just know. They it just, was it's like, it's how they get attention by lowballing games. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. take it with it a just, grain of salt. I don't, they do not belong on Metacritic. Dang. He said that before. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. So with that <laughs> said, I, I won't say that to anyone. They, they're like, a publication. They have the right no, to their you can't, you can't pass it off to Chris. You'd let off with all that. Yeah. You, you yeah, want to hear it? Go. Yeah, I'll put it on it the table. I'm halfway through the game, um, and, and I don't know if it's premature. <laughs> we love a good premature. <laughs> little yeah. American uh, pie action. Jeff has been known to premature. <laughs> yeah. So um, if, if that changes, I'll update you, and you can let everyone know. But at this point, I'm feeling an easy nine. Oh, nice. nice. You care to go back and revise your Resident no, Evil 2 it. score? This is on the Jeff score. If Four. I went from a 6.5 to anything, it'd be a 7. I hate you so much. <laughs> I'd stand true to it. I'm, I'm going to go rinse my mouth so out. So is it I'm possible? licking the seat of your mouth. Is it possible? Because we don't know if we'll see you again before the end of the year. We, hopefully we do. Like, <laughs> like on the show. Okay. Um, <laughs> That's what I was about to say. This is up there for a possible game of the year for you? Ooh. 
It's 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 uh up there. It's gonna be in there. It's sure. gonna yeah. be. Uh, so any game that you maybe haven't come on the show to cover in your mind, stuff that you've played just you know on your own. Have you given any other game a nine? Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> Besides Fortnite, have you played any of, of Anthem? No. <laughs> oh, we got some news on Anthem for you, Jeff. So, <laughs> I wanted to be so hype on Anthem. We all did. We all yeah. did. Yeah. Let, let, call me call me back later in the year and let's have this discussion. You getting down on Link's Awakening? I already got it, bro. Just checking. Just yeah. making sure. All right, Chris. I got angry there. Uh, you know, I've thought about this all day. Uh, is this because I had to because someone suddenly said, said like, hey, hey guys I didn't yeah. you, you made this happen and you're very I'm thankful yeah matter of fact let's say that now I'm thankful for everybody at this table for being here today it's, by the way it's after not November you. yet you can't be all well, no I got you because these show notes grow on trees by the way uh, before uh, well in, in paper <laughs> by the way before we uh, do news me and you gotta go take care of some business in the bank alright I thought <laughs> you quit that <laughs> you know Old Harvard, uh, Harvard's. Old Harvard's. Old Harvard's. Old Habits Die Hard. Um, oof. Yeah, I've, I've gone back and forth. And you know what? The only issues I could see with are things that, honestly, to me, can be patched. We like, like a good patch. The core gameplay is solid. Yeah. Uh, and for a game this large, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to be like, okay, look, if the worst I could say is that, you have some audio issues on day one and the map or whatever takes five seconds to pull up because we're connected online and you know, whoever I'm connected to, I don't have the best connection because it's not dedicated servers, which I actually appreciate because that means I don't have to worry about if borderlands servers are down when I want to play borderlands, I can just go play borderlands and you know, if I'm not connected to the web, it's not a big deal. Um, with those being the only issues and the fact that I'm having a blast so far, I mean, I don't know how I don't say like nine five. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, Whoa. it's, Whoa. It's, I mean, it's my kind of game. I love. That's Luke right. Game, so that's Has right. Given anything in nine five this year. I don't, there was, I don't, that's whoa. Mm. I don't know. That's I'd nice. Have to go back and look. That's what nice. You, would you give Secro? Secro was like a nine or a nine five. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have to go back and listen. F word Sikoro. <laughs> I'm feeling that enthusiasm. No, that game is fun. It yeah. just like, I, sucks. I, 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 I want to love that. I, I if, do love if, it. If there was I an just easy can't mode, play it. Mm-hmm. there was an easy mode, I, that'd be the one game I would turn there on. There is some easy mode. It's called Get Good. They literally gave you a free training area to go get good in. Go do it. That's all you got to do. Practice? Yeah. We're talking about practice. Not even a game. <laughs> got time for that. He's saying that's all you got to do. That's all. It's all you got to do. do. Just get good. No, no, it's not all you got to do. If I got past that ogre, I, there'd probably be something else that'd be worse. Dude, if you got oh, past that is. ogre, you were a master of this game. <laughs> Thank you. And everything else is just, you know, yeah, that's not. Except well, for that freaking bull. <sighs> that bull sucked. The bull was fun. You know it's what fun, you do with a bull? You grab a bull by its horns, John. Not this one. Not that they one. were that on fire. Bull. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, thank you. So that was a really good. Um, y- y'all, you don't understand it. All it takes is a nudge for me to want to play Borderlands. Just, just a, just a. Just Go a get nudge. Borderlands. Nudge. It's, it's totally. I love John. You got to get it and play it. Xbox Live. Oh, that would be hilarious. We'd be like, hey, guys, we're over here on the better. We have no audio issues. We have everything is perfect. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, um, thanks, guys. You guys want to do some news? Sure. Okay. Hot up the press and straight to your ears. 
Weekly Games Chat presents the news. News. Nice. Yeah, it was nice how you came in there. Did it slide right in? Did what? Wait, what? (laughs) So here we go. Borderlands Three is a hit, John. That's what I hear. It's a massive hit. It's robust. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Borderlands 3 has made the publisher 2K very happy. The game has sold 5 million copies in five days on the market. This makes it a million a day. That's a, that math checks (laughs) out. Uh, this makes it the fastest selling game in the company's history. This comes out to be 50 more copies sold than the previous (laughs) Borderlands 2. <laughs> yep, I read it like I see it. Which it's went on fifty percent, ladies and gentlemen. Who put 50%. a question? <laughs> I'm Ron Burr. Uh Which went on to sell twenty-two million copies, according to a press release from Two K. Quote: Borderlands Three delivered the highest pre-order sales figure to date for a Two K title, as well as uh, broke pre-order records with the Epic Game Store. Initial sales of Borderlands 3 have exceeded the label's expectations, and in particular, PC sales of the title through the Epic Game Store have been incredibly strong. Which is surprising because there was an initial dust-up, as there always seems to be for the Epic Game Store. Dust-up? Yeah, they're they're upset that that publishers choose a store over Steam. That's the dust-up. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. It's, uh, It's nice. Yeah, that kind of stuff I don't think ever is going to last because the majority of people out there that aren't following the game stuff, you know, news and all that, and the the meta of what's going on in the industry, they don't care. Yeah, they, they just don't. want to play Borderlands 3. Sure. So know? it looks like um, I'm actually going to win this bet that Borderlands 3 does end up, you know, outselling uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, huh. Is that the bet? Well, I, I, I know we made that bet. I think when they, well, the good news is when you and I buy it, we'll have uh, it'll sell fifty-two more copies than the previous Borderlands Two. <laughs> I think uh, they said in the release too that seventy percent of their sales were digital. Oh, so that just tells you. Oh my god! How much? Seventy percent of their wow. sales were digital. Because I'm sure all of it for PC was right, and then is it on Games Pass? No. Uh, the other Borderlands have come to Games Pass, yeah. so I wouldn't be surprised not if that's No, I just... Because yeah. everything... I, I think with Gears, I could swallow that pill a little bit better because of the way they promoted it on Ultimate Game Pass. Yeah. Um, I'm a little surprised that 70% of Borderlands 3 is digital. Because I, I, I'm, I'm holding on to people wanting to open... No, I'm not. Because when I open... You're tell Mikey you why I'm not, with your CD collection. When I opened up Zelda yesterday or Sunday, and I op- opened Sunday. it up... You know, you take the cellophane off and you open that, that smell that you get from a new game. Dude, Holden said the exact same thing. You don't, you you can't get that when I push download and I wait a few minutes and all of a sudden the game's running. That matters to some people. Here's the thing, though. Here's the rub. I was in two GameStop stores over the weekend. You don't count. You tried to sell your GameCube. There. <laughs> That's not true. Uh, <laughs> there are... They are thinned out. I mean, there are virtually little tiny sections of pops now. Yeah. It makes me sad. They're, uh, because well, nice. pops, um, shut up. I, no, I'm saying I haven't, I haven't really. The last pop I bought, you were with me and I bought Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> I, I, and did you feel emancipated? No, I just, there, there's a whole presidential, <laughs> like, historical oh, okay. figure line going out. I want every one of them. There's been sorry, Franklin. Alexander Hamilton and Ben Franklin. He's not in it. <laughs> Yeah, they're not. Hamilton is in uh, gear, though. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't remind know. me to it's, tell you what an Abraham Lincoln is after the show. It is that weird Whoa. thing, though, because like Can't what you're wait. saying, though, 
Like, it's not surprising, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> it's weird that we are at that age now where we are leaving uh, the core marketing behind, right? Like, we're no longer considered, I think it was my last year of it. You guys obviously are older than me. Wow. Um, wow. Well, did and, it get and, real shady like, in here just now? Like, what just happened? <laughs> Continue, and, young man. But you don't, like... It's hard to grasp, like, hey, you are not the complete focal point. Like, I think they said, like, the average age in the United States is my age. It's 36, right? So there's half of the people in the United States are younger than you. And as far as they know, they don't have this loyalty to these things like game, you know, game this manuals is, and all that. This is not easy for me to take. Yeah. Like, it, at all. And it's like I've seen this with every one of my friends with something different, whether it's like Chris. I, I said, said Mikey, Mikey, CDs, Mikey, yeah. Mikey, it took years for iTunes and all that kind of stuff for where I think it was finally when Apple Music and all that dropped where he finally said, okay, I don't need to have CDs anymore. I'll, I'll just have this. And the thing that matters the most to me is the music, right? You know, so it's, it's very hard for people to adjust to this. But at the same time, you know, once that, I think once the engine leaves the station and gets going, it's really you, hard to turn it back. Right? What I do, what I do with like books is I love going. I love going into Barnes and Noble. Still, yeah, I do. But when I find a book I want to read, I take a picture of it and go go to Amazon I don't. or and, Barnes and Noble and, and buy it on my Nook. Yes, you got I, a, you're the one. A Kindle. Yes, I have a Nook. <laughs> that's you. That's where you went. You digital freak. You went to a Nook. I did. Um, I was trying to support a brick and mortar store. That's why I bought a Nook. Yeah. I uh, I still like to have a book. I do too. I, I will read a Kindle. For certain things, but I still like to have a book. And I, I think it's kind of cool that the book industry, even with the Kindles and the nooks of the world, they, they still they had to, they had to adjust. Barnes and Noble had to close a few stores down. Yeah. But you can still get a book. And, and they, Amazon, they, you they can figured still buy it out. Ironically, yeah. the e-reader thing is kind of declining a little bit. Yeah. It's well, crazy. you don't need them anymore because, right, you got a tablet. You've got a phone. You but had- I'm talking about the concept of reading digitally is – Showing a slight decline. I guess what vinyls I want you to pay attention, back. Chris. Yeah. I want you to pay attention. Uh, I said slight. Slight. Uh, it's just slight. It could be. Like, like, it, it doesn't mean it's a trend. It could be just something. I don't know. Yeah, it might just be that people don't read as much anymore. That's that anecdotal. One, that, that That's so me. anecdotal, Chris. Yeah. I mean, like Jeff said, he, you go into stores now and, and you can buy it. There's like a vinyl section. No, I think they just. Yeah. I think I heard the other day that there were more sales this year in vinyl than the there CDs? are CDs. Yeah, because people don't buy CDs anymore; they just get Apple Music or Spotify. Right, I understand yeah. why, but it just gives me a sense of hope, like Sean was saying, that uh, things come back around. You know, I, yeah. I'm all they'll physical. find their place. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, man, let's abandon this talk. Well, speaking of abandoned, <laughs> Bioware abandons post-launch plans. The plans for more post-launch content from Anthem have put <clears throat> have been put to bed, at least for now. Instead, the development team will focus on updates and review core issues surrounding gameplay. Chad Robertson announced the decision in a blog post saying, quote, we, are, we hear your concerns on core issues in Anthem and are acting on it. The, uh, those systems require a more thorough review and reworking versus quick fixes. We've got a team working on that now, and early results are promising. In order to address these long-range plans, we are moving away from the act uh, from the act's structure for updates. Instead, we have additional seasonal updates planned for this year that we think players will enjoy. These events will deliver challenges and chases similar to what you've seen and are built around some fun themes we're bringing to the game. We're not I actually like saying what they are. I think they should actually fix what 
is broken about this game, and I'm serious, I think they should just relaunch it. I don't think. You said that before. I kind I of agree with it. it. I think this game is dead. I agree. Yeah. Without think, a relaunch, it definitely is dead. And, yes. and I mean, like, and they're not going to relaunch it. That's just too much of a risk. And, and I mean, this is too much of a sexy property not to relaunch. Dude, when Titanfall, gonna, when Titanfall was able to kind of re- regain its its uh, robustness in the player world, it took some work. And people had to kind of, they went away from it and they came back to it. Um, we got to have yeah. a reason to go back to this game. But see, that's the thing. I don't think they ever gave people a reason. Well, like, I, that's that's the problem. Yeah, well, I bailed like, out super Titanfall, fast. Titanfall, its core is really fun. Like, it is a good loot or good game for what it was. It just didn't really work with its campaign. So, it just came back and said, okay, well, fine. Here's a tr- traditional campaign and here's the online you already love. And that fixed it, right? Because the core of it was there. I don't think Bioware, honestly, from the, especially the stories that have come out, how hard it was just to get this game out when it needed to be delivered. Um, you know, like where they were having significant parts not even completed a year out from launch. To me, it sounds like EA is quietly shelving this thing. And that's the PR speak I see here. And they're just going to, let this die, and it makes me go, how much longer until someone says, all right, we're just going to close Bioware, which is sad for me, of course, because I'm the, the big Mass Effect and Bioware, you know, like their core RPG stuff. But I don't know. It's scary. I I really hope they give them a Star Wars game or something or just say, go make the next Mass Effect <laughs> with a core team. I think, I think still to this day, this is a property that people want to play yeah. i mean I, I can't tell you every, almost every conversation i hear about this in podcasts in articles always start with i wish yeah and this property is i don't think it's something they're just going to abandon whether it's a sequel or fixing the problems of this one i think people i mean people clamored to this game it sold really well dude they when wanted, we first saw they it wanted to play it and yes. the gameplay, I can tell you from my experience, the gameplay was everything I wanted. You're one, you're one of the few. I mean, I'm not talking about glitches and problems with it yeah. like that. I'm talking about the core loop mechanically, mechanically how it worked, how you controlled the the shooting was great, the flying was great. It mm. was it was what I wanted. I wanted to be Iron Man. I think this is a property that people still want, but they want it working fixed. well. <laughs> Uh, relaunched what they want it repackaged and you know how we love a good package we do they need a more robust uh they need a new game (laughs) level of contact content that's what they need i think it had a ton of potential yeah but now that that ship sailed it would be even the language fun and playable (laughs) how do you get people such as myself to come back because i wouldn't nobody cares about you i wouldn't know but that's the thing yeah you feel burned right yeah like you know and it's just well that's from a bad mistake in his teenage years (laughs) i mean if there was a period of no games currently out that i wanted to play and they did a major upgrade maybe but yeah they i mean i would say relaunch it in the lulls of summer Mm. if they were to do it but that'd be the only place i think they could do it Mm. and get away with it but, but who knows in its current state? Oh, I like that. Uh, so if it's playable, I, you think I should reword this a little different? Perhaps you do it, you man. Do it. No, you. I mean the the, the thing. Considering, uh, I read the article, right? So it's like it's Wednesday as I hear this. <laughs> yeah, I thought about that. Okay, so tell us. Um, we're recording a little early, so we do know that a state of play occurred. What? What? Yeah, am, I, am I coming in hot? 
Yeah, sorry. You sound um, good. And we know that Naughty Dog was going to be. Am I good? I'm good now. Okay. Yeah. Naughty Dog was going to be really prevalent during the broadcast. We did see an announcement that featured a short video clip that showed a switchblade knife and dust particles drifting by. Uh, their tweet read, "I'm going to find and I'm going to kill every last one of them." Hey, Liam Neeson. So uh, I'm excited to see how this plays out. Liam Neeson. <laughs> I will find you. I will. Yeah. I will kill. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, what do you think else is going to come out of the state of play? No, I, I would imagine. I mean, they might announce a few things, but yeah, I would imagine it's going to be a Last Last of Us two primarily. And I, I mean, it's been heavily rumored here the last couple of weeks that this is releasing pretty much the end of February of next year is what the release date's going to be. So. Seems like a good time for them to announce it, seeing it's like six months out. So, now. so what could happen is we could be like uh, fortune, or not fortune, but future. Future. We could be from the future and tell you the things that just happened, even though we haven't seen it. But as you hear this, you you could just Google what happened. Correct. So how cool is that, huh? Maybe it will help save the planet. You never know. I don't care as much about Last of Us Part 2 as I used to. Oh, oh he oh, just, no, yeah. God almighty. He's a, oh, really? Uh, I don't. Maybe that's a it's, good thing. It's just been too long. Yeah. But maybe that'll be a good thing. Wait because once you, you play it up, right? We're going to do this again. Maybe it'll save the planet. Okay. <laughs> the PlayStation 5 will have an optional setting that will limit the amount of power consumed by the console in standby mode. In the blog post, Sony made the announcement it was working with United Nations. <laughs> as part of its, quote, Playing for the Planet initiative, which aims to mobilize gamers to take an active role in, com in combating climate change. You know what will combat climate change? Buying physical discs. Yep. The next generation PlayStation console will include the possibility but to suspend gameplay with much lower power consumption than PS4, which we estimate can achieve uh, at around 0.5 watts. Watts? Is that right? Yes. All right. If just one million <laughs> users enabled this feature, it would save equivalent to the average electricity use of 1,000 U.S. homes. Well, you know what? So will really Microsoft. <laughs> hey. <laughs> you want to do that and then talk about both? You're like, check, oh, you want me make, to do it? check make Sony. Um, no. Oh. I mean, I'll do it. Oh, and then, okay. And then we, right. yeah. And Microsoft announced it is also joining the United Nations initiative dubbed Playing for Planet Alliance and plans to make 825,000 new Xbox consoles carbon neutral. Yeah. Microsoft new Microsoft's new Xbox units will be the first carbon neutral consoles ever, according to the company. Hey. Xbox has not divulged what models of the Xbox will have this feature or even how it would work. According to Phil Spencer, the coolest man in the world, quote, initiatives like our, our Minecraft build a better world campaign and carbon neutral Xbox pilot provide a great opportunity to tap into Microsoft's technology, sustainability, and gaming community to make a difference in this key area of our business. So, with that being said, I wonder, um, I wonder why, like, what what makes you, what makes, what, what starts the conversation from these two companies to be a part of that? Really, is it for marketing? Is it really because they care about the planet? Like, most of them have. What I is mean, it? Uh, Microsoft, especially half green initiative right. so it's it's not too shocking that they would try to do something like this and also I, I will say the playstation one is the one that's the more beneficial to most people right because it is something people don't think about this right when you have all these smart devices on your house and you have them in some sort of low-powered state 
you are using energy. You might not realize it, but like if you just hardcore, you know, like turned off everything when you weren't using it uh, to where your surge protectors are off, right? Uh, you will save some money, you know, cents and things like that. And it will add up over a year uh, for you. So getting it down to as little wattage as possible, that's just a benefit for the consumer in the end, you know, as far as on, on a monthly basis. Yeah. The other one is more of like the idealistic one. I think, you know, that's cool that they're doing this. And, you know, hopefully you can get to a place where, yeah, like maybe you in two or three years like or not two or three years but like a decade from now right like you're able to make these consoles primarily where they are carbon free and that's just a good thing for a major company to do xbox day one edition signed by stay away from it (laughs) your fan or something's gonna go out (laughs) that's fine don't do it don't do it oh update on my facade uh got the third one in by it's called a fakeade it's called a fakeade only reason i because i said the john thing and pete so i get the third one in same thing oh that sucks so we're at refund status now yeah that sucks i'm out didn't you say they're researching it i did and they are but they're they're gonna give me they're gonna give me the money back and i'm gonna end up having to do something else devastated because i really Wanted it. Wanted it so bad. Sorry. It's okay. My my story didn't end as well as John's. I wouldn't say it ended well. It ended with nobody dying. Well, I mean, you got a TV and you got But a, at what cost, Sean? That's a good point, At John. what cost? That's right. Weeks. <laughs> Speaking of cost. People yeah. like you. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I noticed this. I'm very sensitive. Yes, there was this thing on Discord where, where it was you know something I forget who it was somebody was talking about Switch and their top five games and then Acid Sugar chimes in on the top five games and somebody else chimes in on the top five games I'm like well let me tell them what mine is nothing since then it's like I chime into the conversation and everybody locks up <laughs> it's like oh John's here it could be that John's they just here. closed their apps yeah. <laughs> May not have anything to do with you. Maybe you didn't reply right away. What was your top five Switch games, though? No, this wasn't in order, but I think it was uh, Breath of the Wild, Odyssey, Mario Plus Rabbids, Splatoon 2. Arms. (laughs) (laughs) What was the other one? Oh, Oh, Octopath. Yeah, yeah. you you were very high on that one. So Octopath is the kind kind of game that you might find on uh, Apple arcade uh, yeah. and speaking yeah. of apple arcade yeah you did that you spoke of it uh people are liking it apple arcade has you know i could have said people like octopath <laughs> you know what else they like apple arcade it's fine just go with it so. i can't apple arcade is launched and people seem to be very happy with it the service costs five dollars per month and includes 53 game 53 games um at launch which are which are ad and microtransaction free, according to Greg Miller of Kind of Funny. "Quote: It's been 30 minutes, and Grindstone is already one of my favorite games of the year." According to Janet Garcia, "Quote: A few songs in, and I thought I had this game figured out, but this completely blew me away." Hashtag Sayonara Wild Hearts is absolutely magical. That's not what that says. <clears throat> yeah, but he knows what it says. So, so he fixed it. Sayonara, wild hers. Oh. <laughs> is absolutely Yours? magical. <laughs> so this uh, this article um, and some and some um, I think some ads I've seen have kind of made me interested in Apple Arcade. I'm it was their uh, it the, was their big game that they revealed whenever they were <clears throat> highlighting this at the Apple event a mm-hmm. couple of weeks ago. 
It was almost like a Tony Hawk looking game on it. That said, you can also play it on your Switch. What? Uh, Sayonara. Uh, oh, I don't uh, care well, about this one. Oh, okay. Right. Oh, you're talking about the other one. Uh, yeah, Grindstone. Grindstone. Ah, my bad. I don't know that Grindstone was the skate game. I don't know that. Mm. I thought maybe You just was. know there was a skate game. It mm-hmm. sounds like mm-hmm. the skate game just because it's called Grindstone. Oh, yeah. Grindstone. You know, you, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, uh, in response, the Google Play Store has announced a competitor to Ooh. your Apple Arcade, John. Uh, Google Play Pass will cost four ninety nine. That's one cent less. That is one That's cent less, theoretically, <laughs> in order to gain access to a library of three hundred and fifty apps. The service will add new games and apps monthly. The service will feature zero ads. Chris is dying. In-app purchases or paywalls. Remember me. <laughs> Notable games <laughs> will include Stardew Valley, Terraria. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic and Limbo, just to name a few. And this is not this is apps as well as games, so not just Yes. Yeah. So yes, indeed. That's big. That is big. I'm an Android, so not gonna do anything for me. Anyone else? No, I mean Jeff, I, you can't get this? You have an Android, right? <laughs> <laughs> nah, probably not. Yeah. I'm not digging mobile games. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure people will love it. Uh, see, I laughed. Because he has an Android. You know, also laughs. <laughs> rumors? No, the Joker. Oh, because rumors. Oh, oh, my God. <laughs> I can't wait for the Joker movie. Uh, I'm, I'm very upset that it's not, and we've talked about this before, it's not canon and it's not going to be a part of anything else ever. Yeah. It's going to be a standalone movie, but it looks amazing. That's what I want. I want it not to be that because I just said that, but it's uh, fine. Hmm. <laughs> Well, speaking of the Joker, yeah. which probably all, has nothing to do with this new game. All these jokes. But uh, say that. <laughs> there's a new game. There's a new Batman game rumored. Uh, and we've known about this for a while. But WB, uh, WB Montreal, the developer behind Batman Arkham Origins, the greatest Arkham game in the series. Okay. Celebrated, okay. celebrated Batman Day early on Sunday morning. Wait, there's a Batman Day? They posted a cryptic video that could be teasing the new Batman game. What looks to be a 30-second clip, there's a city... Uh, building being illuminated by the back, uh, bat signal as another image flickers in and out every few seconds, causing fans to speculate on a Court of Owls storyline for the new entry. Scott Snyder further gave hint to this by tweeting, wait for it, hashtag beware of the Court of Owls. WB has further tweeted the slogan, capture the night. This sounds great and all, but cut the crap and make the announcement already. And I would love wb mark trail to announce this game yeah this would make me happy i was following along until my apple news popped in and told me that oprah has a new book for her book of the month club well when doesn't she (laughs) sorry i am excited for it though i'll play Uh, as much as you are for oprah's new book well i i like that that we we said that it could be teasing the new batman game when you just gave like hard facts that there's definitely gonna be a new (laughs) batman game i love that about our news team it's fantastic yeah yeah Someone's got to make a Batman game. There's too much money. <laughs> There's too much money. You know what would be nicer? If there was a tease from Rocksteady or anything from Rocksteady. I would just like to hear that they exist and that they're doing the thing. <laughs> what about people? That they're willing to talk about? Yeah. I don't care what they do anymore. Oh, wow. I will, I, I'm, I'll be happy when they announce it, but I'm just... I'm just... Dude, like, tune. Yeah. So was it two years in a row? I'm like, Arkham... Uh, 
Rock City, Rock City, Rock City. What are you doing? They're they're becoming the new Valve in terms of waiting people waiting for an announcement of a game. Hey, speaking of that, I can't say anything till you do that. I'm in. Finally, this week. Speaking of Valve, finally uh, this week, Valve to appeal. French courts have struck down several user agreements clauses for Valve's online PC storefront, uh-huh. Steam, to include the restrictions on the resale of digital games. Uh-huh. Valve has announced that it will appeal the court's decision. Oui, oui. UFC um, K. Trussier okay. um, announced a legal victory Quoi? getting the court to cancel clauses with Steam that the group advocated as anti-consumer. Mm-hmm. This included the reselling of digital games purchased on Steam. According to a report by Numerama, quote, the most significant of those concerns was one of the one was the one that forbade the resale of digital video games. That means the products are not related to a particular physical medium. Hmm. According to Valve, we disagree with the decision of the Paris court of first instance and will appeal it. What a great name. The the decision will have no effect on Steam while the case is on appeal. Mm -hmm. The French court concluded that the prohibition of selling digital games is against European Union laws on uh, on digital goods. Sorry, I had to scroll up on my iPhone. Yeah, that could uh, be a problem for them. A uh, big problem. Yeah. Yeah. The EU is uh, pretty hardcore about that stuff, so. It's an interesting it's an interesting topic because I'm kind of on I could see both sides. Who I are mean, you, me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, but I typically settle on the idea of um, let the company do what the company wants to do and let the consumer decide. But the European Union is not does not have that type of mentality. That's no. not a knock. It's just the way it is. I mean, when when the European Union says it's anti-consumer, I just respectfully think that anti-consumer would be the idea of having no other option. But there is another option to obtain a game or a product in mm. this instance. That other option is a physical medium. You can do that. There's nothing about where they live, who they are. That but what if it's them. a digital game that's only available through digital places? Well, even even so, I don't think it's a matter of reselling something you never really owned to begin with. Yeah, I guess that's Not the really. point. I guess, I mean, I see their point. Like in reading it, I'm like, I see the argument, right? Like the idea is mm-hmm. that you can't act like this thing that you paid for sixty dollars here is different than this thing that you bought at a brick and mortar store that is the exact same product in the end, right? That is also $60 and say, look, I can take this thing that's physical and put it on eBay. I can sell it to my neighbor, right? You know, I can gift it to my nephew, whatever. It's mine. I can choose to do what I want with it and then say, well, why can't a person with a digital game do the same? And if this actually does happen, it will be, that would that would really be a death nail for, for brick and mortar just because Sean, I know you love the trading games and all that. Just imagine now, like you could buy something on PSN and then when you're done, you could trade in for a value and I can choose to go in and buy that, I'll you know, at, at a lower value than yeah. if it was new. Yeah. I, if, if that happens and that's how they go with it, mm-hmm. it makes it a little easier, you know, to swallow the pill of, you know, digital only. Mm-hmm. But I mean, there's still something about having my games. I, I know Jeff, I, I didn't bring this up earlier. Like he likes to keep, he doesn't do the trade-ins at all. 
Like he keeps his stuff and it's his forever. The only reason I do trade in is because it helps me absorb the cost of the next thing I'm going to play. Um, and I, I'm known for buying the same thing over and over again. If, if the time comes back to, you know, play the thing again, like a call of duty or whatever. Um, but who knows, dude, this is, I, I do want us to keep, uh, our finger on the pulse on this story news team. Cause this could have, this could be very impactful. Yeah. It'd be very, I mean, because if, if the French courts rule that and they're ruling it as the EU, that pretty much means that they're going to have to adjust everywhere in Europe. Like that's outside of England, unless something changes yeah. in the very short term future. Um, so yeah, that would be a huge thing. And I would imagine if it happens in a market as big as Europe, America over here, someone is going to look at that and say, can we challenge that here? Which of course, if America buys into it, then it's, it'd be game over. It's going to be a no pun intended. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Well, this is part of that messy stuff I was talking about last week where this next generation of gaming is going to be extremely messy. messy. It's going to be extremely brutal to watch this stuff. It's it, this, this is, this is answering the question. What is digital media? Can you even own digital media? We've talked about that. I mean, how far can you? I mean, right. This this is not just games. This this will this will apply to movie licenses, this will music, apply to book licenses, music, everything, all the things. And I can tell you, the music industry is not going to want people to resell digital. their music. They buy yeah. right. It's Nintendo fair. just put a cease and desist on companies that took the um, old digital versions of their old 8-bit games and 16-bit games and they're suing them for every time they distribute the game license or the game the digital codes it's 150 million dollars so this is being fought on different sides with valid arguments on both i'm just i just i just fall to the point of you know digital medium is just not really something you own so how do you presume you can sell listen if we can just eventually all get to the point of the Ready Player One world, <laughs> yeah, I know. I'll do what it takes to get there. But that you'll live in your trailer park. <laughs> that's, that's the interesting hypothetical, right? As you say, it is a new thing. So you know, we always see this in throughout the history of markets, right? Like as the I don't know as the new things as new things come into the market, there's the adoption period, and then afterwards, eventually, comes a point where people start to go like, "Well, wait, what about this? You know, this doesn't seem right." You know, and it feels like that's what that case is getting to. You're getting to this point where you're you're getting consumer rights and like, well, what are you actually entitled to in a in a digital world, right? Like, and that's something for courts, of course, to to answer and to clarify. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure they will. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm going to clarify. If Jeff is still here, he's here. Hey, <laughs> this is that is a staple of Jeff. He's great during the topic. And, just and he, he becomes a fan during the uh, news segment. Yeah, I'll, I'll let y'all just hammer he, it out. He knows, yeah. when, he knows when to shut it. <laughs> uh, I was going to clarify if we should uh, wrap this up. It's up to you. <laughs> what the it, hell was that? I just wanted to see if you guys were paying attention. <laughs> Never. Just to be safe. Yeah.
This is a long one, so I'm just going to get straight to it. If you want to write your thoughts and opinions, hey, <laughs> if you want to write your thoughts, of prayers, thoughts, thoughts of prayers, or thoughts, opinions, whichever, I don't care. Uh, you can write them by writing us at weeklygameschat at gmail.com. That's weeklygameschat at gmail.com. Just like a many did. He was the only one this week. I don't like the title of this. It was very accusatory. It was in caps. I get frightened when I see caps, but he says, where are the t-shirts? And he says, I'm dying to walk around with a Your Wife t-shirt. You guys have to drop some merch now so you will know who the Augs are. Oh, jeez. You did yeah. not just say Augs. Yeah. You did not just say Augs. I caught it. At the I'm end. happy. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, before you become famous. Uh, also, these last few episodes have been hilarious. I found myself laughing so hard in the middle of the night that my mom woke up because she thought I was dying from the sound of holding in my laughter. Uh, my scared mom was confused as she saw a shirtless me on the floor trying to take an air. Random voices from my phone start talking about how they wipe. Uh, you guys have taken late night homework to a new level. From Chris losing his vape on the weekly wipe talk or to the weekly wipe talk. I commend you all for the amazing content. Game on. Game on. Thank you. It's uh, it's people like you that keep us going. We appreciate it very yes, much. Always do. Boy, if they could only hear the in-between I, I brought you up a little bit. <laughs> in case you didn't catch that. No. Did you listen? When? About the wipe talk. No, I don't think we had that yeah. on air. I think that was prior to recording. Oh, okay. Well. Unfortunately. I did talk about how, Yeah. Okay, it's fine. It's fine. His process. Uh, the Twitter, I, I, we are hungry, so I'm going to just mention a few things. Yeah, people tweet us. Um, at Weekly Games Chat, of course. I should probably uh, tell Discord, by the way, that there's not going to be a stream tonight. That's, well, they won't know it, but you need to tell them that. Yeah. It's hilarious. At Big Riff, really loved John's line from last week, uh, which was, in case you forgot, I was plugging my wife's tire yesterday <laughs> afternoon, and when I got done, my face was dripping. Line of the year, possibly. Um, did any of us watch American Vandal? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes, oh yes. So at Patrick underscore Dixon told us that they're finally, <laughs> finally watching American Vandal both seasons. Hysterical. Uh, this show has way more drama slash heart than it has any right to be. <laughs> yeah. um, people enjoyed uh, my my. Uh, tweet that I put out when I showed uh, both the Link Amiibo from the new game and the uh, Snake Amiibo from Metal Gear Solid. Um, and then, as a, as a reply to that, the Claw Voice um, said, I was about to say you got the Link right, and did you pick up one of these? And that picture was it's confirmed at least one person has bought a Nintendo Switch Lite. They're smaller than I thought. Yeah, that's his hand. Looks good, though. It's pretty small, right? But that's nice. Tell us how that uh, Switch Lite is holding out. And then did you have an original Switch as well? I'm not sure. Um, and uh, uh, we apparently the wiping intro is uh, is is, is legendary. It's legendary at this at this point. Um, so yeah, uh, I, we we have a ton of. I'll, I'll stop there. We've got more follows at uh, Rubber Duck Toy. <laughs> Uh, thank you so much for your follow. Good luck on thank your you. podcast, sir. And uh, Life and Times VG. Hey. Um, that's a documentary-style podcast uh, that's following yeah. us, so we're following you back. Uh, and we'll stop there, man, because it is approaching the two-hour mark on the show. Um, we'll give you guys a chance to reboot, re-email us, or email us for the first time if you've never had. Uh, Chris is going to tell you how to follow us on IG and Twitter and all that stuff, and can't, we'll go from there. Can I tweet? 
tease something? Yeah, for sure. These uh these people who are following us, you, you might have noticed the last couple of weeks there, they're a little bit bit unique to who usually follows us, which is just you, the listener. Um, if you go out there on Twitter and you kind of mess around, you might find out why they're following us. Leave it there. Yeah, and Leave it there. Uh, we may have something to say very soon. We got something to say. In fact, you could actually look at the art of the show and you might catch something there. <laughs> so there you go. John's like, what are we talking about? Me and Chris are in the loop. John's apparently not. Yeah. It's fine, John. You look uh, handsome in that hat. But anyways, uh, <laughs> this has been episode 223. I swear like it's going down. No. Are we sure it's 223? That's Fallout Boy. They're the ones who go down. Sugar, we're going down. Yep. Jeff does uh, not like Fallout Boy. You should not have said me. that out loud. Neither do me. I, but you know. <laughs> just made sense. Yeah. Uh, if you like the show, subscribe to us on iTunes or whatever podcast service you use. Jeff, what do they use on uh, on the Androids? Is it An- Android uh, podcast? Po- po- podcast addict. Okay. There you go. Apparently we're on that. Nice. Um, Thanks for the follow, Jeff. Yeah. You got it. <laughs> follow you back. <laughs> and you will get a new episode just like this one every Wednesday. Ah, I get time to edit this one. It's so nice. It is nice, right? Right? Feels good. Feels good. Yeah. Tony, Tony, Tony. Yeah, we needed somebody. There you go. Yeah. You hit it. Thank you. That's why he's here. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, if while you're there, you want to give us a rating or a review, it's much appreciated. Helps people find the show. If you hate us, you can always uh, subtract one from the top score, divide it in half, and then do what, Sean? Double it. Right back. <laughs> Haven't done that in forever. We locked eyes. Mine got big. It right. happened. You were like, wait, wait he's doing it. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to follow us on the social medias, we're on Twitter. We're on Facebook, though I don't really update the Facebook as much anymore. Um, and we also have a Discord, which you can we're find. On, we're on MySpace. Yeah. <laughs> God, make sure you go to Ask Jeeves to look up Weekly Games Chat. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, but yeah, follow us all there. If you want to join the Discord, you can do so by either going to the Twitter page where there is a direct link or just by opening up your Discord and searching Weekly Games Chat and join in on our wonderful conversations. Uh, I know there's been a ton of football chat in the football section. Well, uh, Chad. Yeah. Uh, but besides that, you can also catch our Twitch streams when we're not recording on Mondays. That was the case this week. I don't think I'm going to record tomorrow or stream tomorrow, so I'm not going to. Promise anything, then we go a movie tomorrow. Uh, but until next time, I will simply say, Jeff, thank you for coming on the show again. You thank went, thank you, you for having me again. Yeah. You, you, uh, you went and came through for us today, man. I thank you so much. Always a pleasure. You're one of my really good friends in real life, if not one of my best friends. And thank you for being here. I love you too. I love each and, <laughs> each and every one of you. I wish you were one of my best friends, but I can tell you this. Your beard is my best friend. So it's cra- it's Kratos, Kratos level at this point. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so sissy when I do that. Yeah, it's fine, but you got to tell Boy. us. Game on stuff. What are you doing? Come to me. Boy. <laughs> That's how it goes for John. Uh, until next time, I will simply say, <clears throat> game on, Jeff. Game on, Chris. Game on, Sean. Game on, Chris and Jeff. And Sean. <laughs> game on, John. I don't know what to do right now. <laughs> game on, Jeff. Game, game on, on, game on, beard. Game on, Sean. Game on, game John. on, Chris. Game on, Jeff's beard. Is this where we touch him? <laughs> this is an episode of the Waltons. Good night, Daddy. I don't, I don't understand what just happened, but I'm excited about it. Yo. Yeah.
bombs, bombs. I don't know why I'm doing it that way. Man. Uh, uh, it's fine. Feels your mom's good. Bo- your mom's bombs. It's not fine. <laughs> Peace out, everybody. Thug life. Squeezing on my money. <laughs>